All righty. All righty. Let's get everyone up on in here. <laughs> Surprise, motherfuckers. How's it going? What's going on, everyone? Welcome into another episode of the OTH NFL podcast. Today, I'm your host, David Gillespie. Joining me in on the show, we've got George Ruggiero, we've got Craig Schmucker, and we've also got a special guest Ladies and gentlemen, he's a writer for Fantasy Pros. He's also the host of the Lateral Podcast with Malcolm McMillan. He goes by one name, but he deserves a much longer introduction because this dude is the real deal. Um, and without further ado, let's just introduce him. Ladies and gentlemen, we got Herms on the show. Let's just give it up for him. Welcome in, buddy. It is Yeah. Shout out to the kazoo out there. Honestly, it does not get enough love out of all instruments. It gets the job done. You can do anything you want with a kazoo. You know, it's it's like a fucking you know magical wand of of instruments. You know, so uh, I love it, man. I'm um, just gonna jump in as the only actual <laughs> instrumentalist here and completely disagree. I will shut what? that down. Oh no! Hey, I no, will you don't know. Herms is a musician. Herms, Herms is a musician. Herms, what do you play too? Do you play stuff other than kazoo? He plays other a lot of kazoo. stuff. Yeah, he plays I, a I lot dabble. of things. I dabble. That you dabble <laughs> i dabble is it only in kazoo or is it like eight different kazoos like no, is it no, just a variety no. of kazoos he does a lot of things <laughs> i i can play seven instruments very nice yeah. wow yeah i'm way more know? qualified to talk about music than anything we're talking about today so <laughs> honestly maybe same honestly yeah probably same <laughs> hey, george i'm insulted that you forgot about my musical past okay your boy was did you play the triangle the guitar in elementary hey, I was in choir, man. The voice, the voice, is, the voice is an instrument. The voice well, is an instrument. I, hey, your boy was—he was not too shabby of a singer too. In middle school choir, well, then I we were the eight. number one choir eight. in middle school. <laughs> yeah, out of everyone in, in the Chicago festival, and I'm from Mississippi. We went to Chicago and we won that shit. We took home the, the chip, you know. So you know, just just show <laughs> some respect where it's. I have. It, I have you know? Where did I put my plastic <laughs> instrument? I didn't show it off last time. It's across the room. I'll I'll, I'll do it later. <laughs> Oh shit! But no, I, I, it's a pleasure having you on here, man. How you been? How's it going, Herms? Uh, uh, you know, fill everyone in on like what you do and what you're all about, man. Uh, fantasy football stuff. You know, I got <laughs> yeah. you, you mentioned my podcast, yeah. The Lateral. We're recording another episode uh, after this, actually. But you know, I mean, the public's not going to hear it until tomorrow. Uh, but you can find that on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever the hell Anchor puts it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. There's a reason the that we upload the podcast to Anchor because it takes care of all of that for me. I don't know where it goes, <laughs> but I'm sure it's a lot of different places. And those are like the three places I'm very sure that it is. So there's that. And then, uh, yeah, I, I wear certain hats, including this one, uh, for Fantasy Pros. I do various things, including writing stuff and doing some other stuff and whatnot. So, yeah, that's, I don't know. And then during the day, I do my day job and get real tired and sweaty. That's yeah. awesome, man. That's awesome. Well, Retweet. again, it's a pleasure having you on the show, man. Um, you know, it's been a long time coming. Of course, I've enjoyed, you know, hanging out with you on uh, uh, Run Boys After Dark and all the times we've been on there and stuff. So, um, yeah, let's, you know, without further ado, we need to get right into this show where we're talking about running backs, incoming running backs in this upcoming NFL draft class for 2022. But before we get into it, we do have to give a shout out to our sponsor as always. 
I'm talking outlastdfs.com. Folks, listen, there are a couple revolutionary inventions we've seen in the world. It, you know, whether it's the iPhone, it's it's cryptocurrency. We, we even got self-driving fucking cars coming down the pike. I mean, it's, it's unreal. But have you heard of outlastdfs.com? It's the real deal, okay? This satisfies all your sports betting needs. They've got a, a, a wide variety of games with a traditional over-under, survivor's pool. You've got even purse. They're even adding head-to-head matchups in golf in terms of who has the, the, the fewer strokes between two uh, particular golfers. So there's so much to bet on now. And, and if you want to get started, you head on over to outlastdfs.com. Use the promo code OTH, okay? Got to use the promo code OTH. You get matched up 100% of a deposit bonus that goes up to $200. So right off the bat, they're hooking you up. All you got to do is use our fucking promo code. That's it. That's all you got to do. So, um, you know, let, let's let's get right into this, fellas. It, it, it's I, I am so excited about this. Truth be told, I was telling... um. Craig and George about this uh, before the show, but I, I really it, it got down to the wire to really decide my running back rankings. Uh, um, you know, like and who I really felt need to to, to fill it out towards the, the tail end in terms of my four and five spots. Um, so it really got really dicey for me, you know, uh, uh, you know, to close it out. But um, but nonetheless, I was able to con- you know you know conjure up my list and think of the guys that I felt truly fit the mold for my top five. I hope you guys were able to do the same. Um, including think about thinking of uh, a couple sleepers, a couple you know guys that uh, maybe people are too high on to. Um, but yeah, let's let's just get right into this. I'm just I'm so stoked to get right into this. Let's start right off the bat, uh, getting into our top five, and we want to we want to start off with listing our number one first because I think the wide you know the the the, uh, the widespread opinion is probably going to be shared in terms of who the top two guys are. You know, at least it's, it's expected to be. It may not be the case in this episode. I have no idea who everyone is specifically picked. Um, but you know, it, 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 let's get the first two out of the way because it's it's fairly easy. Um, let, let's start with you, uh, uh, Craig. Who have you got for your number one spot? Um, who stands out out of all these running backs? Brees Hall. It was too easy to pick Brees Hall. It, I mean, he killed it at the combine, ran a four three nine. He he was productive every year he was in college. He had 897 yards rushing as a freshman. Mm-hmm. And he just led the NCAA in uh, rushing yards of, what is it, in 2020. And I think he was second in rushing touchdowns, possibly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, he is – he's got great lateral agility. He is really fast. He's got the home run speed. He's got good bursts. He's got good hands. He, I don't see a whole lot that he can't do. His pass blocking might need a little bit of work, but that's a lot of college running backs. So he could come. He can come in and be your bell cow probably just from the start. Absolutely, yeah. I think uh, um, you know uh, we might be sharing a little bit of the opinion right there with our number one, just to, to tease who I've got on my list. Uh, what about you though, uh, George? Who have you got for your number one selection? Honestly, like my one and two again, like just like it was last week and is going to be probably for the rest of these position groups. My one and two are like, they're this close. I mean, it's honestly, however I'm feeling that day, like just Mm -hmm. flip a coin and I'll be like, yeah, that's probably about right. Uh, So for just how I'm feeling in the moment, uh, I'm going to go Kenneth Walker. I mean, okay. Like I honestly with either him or Hall, you can't go wrong. Like, yeah, I don't think like they're the decisive number, like top two for me, at least, you you, know, I don't really think you could go wrong 
with choosing mm-hmm. either of them. Uh, I just love what I saw out of Walker with Michigan State. I understand, like, he wasn't just, like, a bell cow. He was an absolute horse for them. Yeah. You know, the yeah. amount of times he just mm-hmm. got the ball. Anytime there was a big moment, they're like, screw it. We've got this absolute beast in the backfield that we can just give the ball. And you know what? He'll probably do the trick. Uh, the the one game that really sticked out to me in that, especially talking about a team with a great defense, or well, that played with a great defense last season and even showed off that defense. <clears throat> Quick hint. It's a team that got to the playoff. Michigan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kenneth Walker ate them alive. He yeah. just had an insane mm-hmm. game. And that one really just kind of sticked out to me. I mean, last season, uh, shoot, he had 260-some-odd carries for over 1,600 mm-hmm. yards. Like, that's just insane especially uh, by playing in like as tough of a division as he does. Uh, he's super sturdy, pretty durable for the most part, very strong runner, aggressive. Mm-hmm. I mean, he really kind of like ticks all the boxes. Of course, again, same thing like I'm going to probably say with Hall, could work on his pass pro. I mean, yeah, like I would say the vast majority of mm-hmm. the running backs in this class probably need to work on their blocking. Mm-hmm. Like, let's yeah. Let's just put that out there mm-hmm. immediately. Most of them do. I, I can't really name one that I'm just like, you know what? He's a really good blocker. Like, none just really, really stick out. They all could use some work. But with Walker, again, I think it's the same thing with Hall. They both can. They both likely will step in week one, get him on the field. They're immediately going to be a productive running back for your NFL team. Yeah, and, and right there, like as you see, folks, like those are probably the definitive top two uh, that a lot of people have are, are are pretty confident in 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 you know choosing between uh, to start off this class. Uh, what about you, Herms? Obviously, you're our guest. Uh, I probably should have started with you since you're our guest. <laughs> oh, to be more respectful. Yeah. So. Hey, we'll do, hey, we'll, do we'll do it. We'll do it. Get it snake draft style. Yeah. Snake draft. <laughs> snake draft. Herms is yeah, yeah. on the next round. Yeah, we'll, we'll get you on the next round. We'll go back to back takes. Who have you got for your number one uh, selection? I'm interested to hear this. Yeah, so I mean, my number one, uh, sincere McCormick. No, to be, to, no. It, it's it's Brees Hall. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's Brees Hall. It's I mean, yeah. there's it's mm-hmm. been Brees Hall the entire time, and I think it's one of those like not to discount like the other like couple guys that people could consider yeah. to be toward the top, but yeah. I think like from an objective standpoint, I like there's really only an argument for maybe Kenneth Walker if you're going to make an argument for somebody else, but like I don't know. I think people were just bored with the fact that it was like coming into this process, it was like, oh, it's probably Brees Hall. Hall. And then, you know, and like, you know, we like to Mm -hmm. look for things to be different and do whatever, you know, it's just like, it's it's fun. It's fun, you know, to be contrarian is occasionally a fun thing to do, you know, but like you could do that in certain other draft classes for sure. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. Not really this one, you know, like Mm -hmm. I think. Maybe you could have gotten away with that like a little bit more last year, just because it's like, and we'll never know because Travis Etienne got hurt. We haven't seen him in the NFL yeah, yet, but like, exactly. I could have at least like understood, you know, it's just like if you choose in between him and Najee, even though there's one clearly correct answer, though not <laughs> no but, bias like, intended, of course, uh, of course, yeah, absolutely, not. <laughs> Woo, yeah. But uh, but I mean, it's 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 Brees Hall. I mean, his skill set mm-hmm. makes it so that he's fairly scheme agnostic and can fit in like anywhere, like. Mm-hmm. You like that. You look for that, you know, because, I mean, there are a couple. Well, I mean, there are, are a shit ton of other players we're going to talk about that I think are a little bit more dependent on the type of offense that they land in. Mm-hmm. I don't really have that concern with Brees Hall just because yeah. of like what we've seen him do 
at Iowa State and also just like his I mean, his athletic testing confirmed what was pretty evident just by watching yeah. him. So it's mm-hmm. like, okay, he was really good, and he's as good of an athlete as we thought he was. Check. Mm-hmm. Good. There we go. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's definitely got to be him. And I'm really, really looking forward to, you know, because there are some of my dynasty rosters, uh, one of them in particular, my home dynasty league, where mm-hmm. I tanked this past year. I got a bunch of picks. and you know, mm-hmm. I made a couple trades for, you know, veteran players giving away some of those picks, but I've managed to hold on to the first pick. Okay. So, All right. There's yeah. a silver lining there. I uh, yes. And I will be, uh, I will be spending that pick on Brees Hall in my rookie draft. And I'm very, very excited about that. So. All righty. Spoiler alert. Right and the there. thing, like the it. thing that puts him above Kenneth Walker for me too, is that he was productive like every single year. More than year. one year. Yeah. More than, mm-hmm. more than one year. Not that Kenneth Walker wasn't good at Wake Forest, but it was Wake Forest. And, well, and that's the thing. Like I feel kind of bad yards. that he was in Wake Forest because, like, it kind of like up until like last year for a few years, like Wake Forest was kind of, for the most part, a dumpster bad. fire of the last fifteen years. So it's like, like that kind of didn't work in his favor playing in that particular system, you know. But um, no, yeah, like that's a great argument, honestly. And sorry to cut you off, Craig. I didn't mean to, you know, you uh, cut you off right there. But 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 yeah, like Brees Hall's two-year sample size, at least, you know, you can even go back to his freshman year. Um, definitely bolsters his his draft stock, um, and for me, like that's exactly the case of uh, of you know in part, or that's that's exactly in part why um, I'm putting him above Kenneth Walker is because of that 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 uh, lengthier sample size. It's the fact that he's he's a more well rounded back from a physical skill set standpoint, and it's the fact that he can catch passes, you know. Um, or I should say he's a better receiver because Kenneth Walker can catch passes. I didn't really see any issues with him dropping the ball, but like to really sell routes and to, to be a versatile enough back uh, to catch passes uh, um, in different situations, I didn't quite see it like I did with Brees Hall. So, uh, you know, I think with him, w- with his size too, because he's a little bigger than Kenneth Walker, I think Kenneth Walker is like listed at like 5'10", 5'9", maybe, you know, um, with about about five, two nine, ten or so. 11. Yeah. And, uh, um, and Brees Hall is obviously 6'1", 220. You know, the, the size for one thing. You know, the combination of being very fast and very strong because this dude runs a sub 4'4", 40. I mean, big dudes like him aren't supposed to move that fast, you know, but he defies, like, the laws of physics, okay? It's, it's suffice it to say. Um, he's super fast. He's super strong. He's got solid lateral quickness for a big dude. Dudes are bouncing off him like fucking ping pong balls like it's nothing, you know? Um, you know, having, like I said, the back-to-back 1,450-yard seasons for, for Iowa State, being that identity, and, like, even still, like, after one year, you know, you, you worry, are they going to figure him out? Like, no, they don't, they're, they're not going to figure him out. You know, they didn't figure him out. And so I think that speaks volumes to what he brings to the table. Uh, you can run him in, in both schemes, whether it's a zone blocking or drive blocking scheme. It doesn't really matter. He can run inside or outside. Um, if I just say a little bit of, you know, a, a couple cons to note, can be a little hesitant in comparison to like a Kenneth Walker. I think that's what in part why I sympathize with people picking Kenneth Walker over him is that Kenneth Walker is a little more decisive. He's a little more confident. He's a little more uh, uh, self-aware of where the holes are to run through. Um, and, and I don't quite see that strength as significant in Brees Hall, but he makes up for it, man. I mean, you know, even though, he, he, you know, the, the blocking aspect um, – you know, uh, uh, I'd like to see him run outside a little more and take advantage of that speed. Uh, but nonetheless, like it's just the well-roundedness. It's it's the the versatility. It's the fact that he can do everything. He may not be elite and excellent and number one in every other aspect of his game 
or every single aspect of his game, but he's so well-rounded that it, it just, it balances itself out. You know, I think he's the most balanced back and he's my number one for, for who we've got. Um, number two though, Herms, who have you got? I much like pretty much everybody else for the most part mm-hmm. have Kenneth Walker at number two. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, obviously like, I mean, like kind of partially because of what you just said, it's like, he does mm-hmm. have certain skills, but like just being slightly smaller. I mean, like the, mm-hmm. not that it really matters because he's absolutely built. <laughs> and yeah. like the yeah. fact that he's so good with the one cut and go. Yeah. And just like the aggressiveness with which he's willing to hurl his body into harm's way, just cause it's like, yeah! cause like he knows yeah. he can and yeah. it works. And like, I know a lot of people are a little concerned about the fact that it's just like, well, I mean, it's really only that one year, but like going back and watching some of the Wake Forest <laughs> nonsense, yeah. like that ain't good there. I, that I mean, honestly, not like, him. Oh yeah, well, I mean, like by default, he wasn't yeah. good, but that was like watching it. It's very obviously not his fault. Because mm-hmm. like as soon as the ball is snapped, the line is just <laughs> like, we're gonna go this way we're not really gonna pick up on anything and you're just gonna figure it out is that cool <laughs> yeah. and it's just like you know as soon as he's given the ball he's like why do you oh, why did you do this and it's like so like oh, that God. you know like i'm not worried about that like before i really dove in and you know like watched as much as i did because like i don't follow college football as much mm-hmm. during the season because there's professional football at the same time. And that's kind of more of my focus. Like mm-hmm. I didn't really know who Kenneth Walker was. So I was just mm-hmm. like, ah, no, yeah. you got a one year mm-hmm. wonder. eh?" but then I look back and I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just going to pretend <laughs> that didn't happen. Cause that's not his fault. Like it's, it's, it's not, yeah. it's not, it's like, uh, what's no. that? The uh, goodwill hunter, the one scene in goodwill hunter. It's not your fault. You know, like, yeah. Oh yeah. That's yeah. not yeah. your fault. <laughs> I'm Williams. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just, it's just me to <laughs> Kenneth Walker shaking him. It's not your fault. Not your fault. Come here, yeah, big man. Like, <laughs> exactly. And also like the one, the, the big thing mm-hmm. about Kenneth Walker that I think people are going to have to recognize is like, Yes, he didn't catch the ball a lot in college, mm-hmm. but there are a lot of players who don't catch the ball a lot in college. And That's there true. are also mm-hmm. some players who catch the ball a lot in college that aren't good receivers. It's just mm-hmm. so happens to be because their team decided, hey, we're going to throw it. To-. So, like, mm-hmm. I, I'm i of the mindset that for the most part, I mean, like, you can tell a lot from somebody's physical mechanics and how they approach catching mm-hmm. a football to determine if they're good at it or not looking at it just from like the stat standpoint you know like scouting the yep. box score that's not really going to tell you a whole bunch you know what i mean like no. yeah that's mm-hmm. the thing that like i implore people to remember it's mm-hmm. just like yeah i mean like going through like unless you know i i found maybe like two or three instances of him actually catching mm-hmm. a ball when i was going through and watching michigan state <laughs> stuff yeah. and i was like i mean he looks okay at it i mean i don't know like for so many players we're not really going to know until they get to the next level. And if they're asked to do it, if they're any good at it. So Mm -hmm. like, I'm not even saying this as a defense of his ability to do so. I'm just saying it's like weird to use that as a knock against him because it's like, he wasn't asked Mm -hmm. to do it very often. And there are very few instances of us being able to watch him do it. You're not basing your judgment off of a whole lot. So it's just like, I, we're gonna have to wait and see on that. I I'm mm-hmm. I don't penalize players who don't catch a lot of passes 
in college, well, at the running back position. If you're a wide receiver and you're not catching a lot of passes, that's kind of a problem. But yeah, at any rate, <laughs> Kenneth Walker, number two for your boy. There you go. Love it. Love it. Uh, what about you, George? Who have you got for your number two guy? Brees Hall. Like, no fucking way. Oh, no. Like, oh, gosh. <laughs> so, such a shocker. Yeah. I, I mean, right? <laughs> like, what else is there really even say? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's, Super agile, very <clears throat> fast. I mean, his first step acceleration is absolutely bonkers. Mm-hmm. Like he's really strong with the ball in his hands. He does not like to go down on first contact. No. Uh, he receives mm-hmm. the ball well. And I, I, Herms, I really like what you said about like, oh, this guy didn't catch the ball a whole heck of a lot at one level. Oh, must be because he can't do it. No, it's because they just mm-hmm. didn't throw him the ball. Oh, maybe that's part of him. Yeah. Catching the ball if you throw it to them, or, or the vice versa. Yeah, because really Michigan it. State they were in a pass-heavy offense. I mean, Jaden Reed and Jalen Naylor were like two top-notch receivers in, yeah, in entire America, you know, in the entire country. Yeah. And so, like, I think that took away a little bit of his production, you know, as a receiver. Yeah, I mean, of course, like they're you've got him who who they're just like, hmm, we need five yards, ball, take it, please, or Oh, you're open. Take it. I mean, and that's the thing. Like, you don't have, you don't need him to run routes if you've got two of the better receivers in college football at the time, and you've got a quarterback who, I'll be honest, not super consistent with his short and intermediate routes. Let's be honest. I mean, we're not. We ne- we already talked about quarterbacks, and he's not in this class, so we're not going to yeah, talk about him much. Yeah. But mm-hmm. he was. At times, a little, mm-hmm. little shaky. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, like, let's be honest. Brees Hall and Kenneth, I mean, Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker, uh, take your pick. Yeah. They're both going to end up being, I think, really, really good NFL players. Yeah, I think it's just preference. Like, uh, you mm-hmm. know, if you like this guy more because of this, cool. If you like this guy more because of this, cool. It's, you know, they're both extremely high end <laughs> prospects, you know, in this yeah. running back class. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitive top two, as we said. Uh, Craig, who have you got for your number two? Ah, like Kenneth Walker there. <laughs> that wow. Um, really? I mean, he had, Please he had, keep going. He had eight <laughs> games over 125 mm-hmm. yards rushing. In high school, he yeah. actually had over a thousand yards receiving through his high school career. So he can oh, catch really? the ball. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, he just wasn't used like that in college. And, uh, He's a unanimous first team All American, won the Doak Walker, and won the Walter Camp Player of the Year award. Mm-hmm. Pretty decorated running back. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh he's he's gonna step in and at least play like a Nick Chubb type role where mm-hmm. he's getting the first and second down work, sometimes the third down work, but they might have yeah. a pass catching back on the offense with him. And then eventually he might just take that role over too, because they'll be like, actually, this guy really is good at catching the ball. They just didn't throw it to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, he, he, like I said, he's got solid enough hands. Um, I mean, there are some things that, like to his receiving game I would like to see him improve on, uh, just in terms of selling routes in particular and, and having that versatility. Can you line him outside? Like, that's something I'm curious about. Can you line him outside? Or are you just going to be leaning on the, you know, the flat routes, the, you know, you know, the, uh, the wheel routes, things of that nature that are sold more so out, out, out of the backfield as opposed to on the line of scrimmage? Um, so, you know, like that, that's something I'm a little curious about, but like I said, he's very well-rounded. He's got both power and speed. Like you want him to, um, the, the difference between him and Brees Hall is like 
Brees Hall is, you know, like he shows off his power more than his speed. And, and Kenneth Walker shows off his speed more than his power. Like that's what makes them different, but they're both so well-rounded. And I think that's why they're the definitive top two, honestly, in the nation, um, you know, in this in- incoming uh, draft class. And it was so fun watching Kenneth Walker's tape because there's like play after play of him just breaking like 20 plus yard runs. And you're like, what is going on? It's insane, man. It's He's gone again. Insane. His first game of the season last year against Northwestern when he ran for 264 yards on 23 carries and four fucking mm. touchdowns. I said, like, like there's a, that was one of those performances where, like, no, 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 no. This isn't a one-off performance. Like, there's going to be more of this shit to come, okay? Just, isn't, you, you did we, away, okay? when we did the college, how many, how many, like, offensive player of the weeks did we give? I think we Kenneth must have at least two. I want to say we like maybe even three at least. But thing like, is, he, like he was so good, each man. of us, like like yeah. both of us get like it yeah. was a lot. Like just about week in week out, we were like, "Shit, do we have to give it to him again?" Yeah. <laughs> like he was he, just he's, decimating people. The talent level is just unreal. Like how great he is. Like here's what I will say: he is superior, and I think frankly definitively superior in this entire running back class uh even more so than a Brees hall um in is is his ability to to find open holes like i said earlier like he is better than even Brees hall at that in my in my opinion in terms of finding the open hole in terms of navigating through this offense through you know through the ground game like there is no one better at doing that at dissecting what the o-line and what the defensive uh, what the defensive front gives you than kenneth walker out of anyone in this class but the other components that are attached along to it Excuse me. Sorry, I don't know what's going on in my throat. Um, God, excuse me. Um, the definitive, uh, you know, the, the other components to his game kind of canceled out for for why I put uh, uh, Brees Hall over him. Uh, but the guy is just unbelievable in misdirection. He had 89 tackles broken last year, 20 in one game against Miami. 20 broken tackles in one fucking game. It's unreal what this guy is capable of. Um, does need to improve his blocking uh, in particular. Um and kind of just take what the defense gives him because he he's 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 kind of like a Barry Sanders type of back where he he'll, he has no problem reversing field you know he has no problem running from sideline to sideline to find that opening but sometimes it can be a little costly even on the next level where you may be taking that negative yardage as a result of that um, but the guy makes up for it honestly um, you know I, I I really think you know he's the real deal I think these are the top two definitively so it, it shocks me not one damn bit that that we all uh speak on this unanimously for our top uh top two picks um let's go f- with our number three guy now um who have you got Holmes for your number three running back I don't have it reflected this way in the way that I have them ranked for fantasy purposes but for NFL purposes I would have Isaiah Spiller as my number three because like in terms of like the fantasy application of it, I am a little bit nervous about I mean, I think he will really only thrive super, super well in a power run scheme. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. like I am not a fan of what he is able to do running laterally like at all. Yeah. And no, also like kind of to pick up the baton from myself of what I said, uh like talking about Kenneth Walker. <laughs> it's just like there's not like you know, players who don't catch the ball in college a lot, like we can't definitively say that we're that they're bad. We're like Isaiah Spiller caught the ball a lot in college, and I thought his receiving mechanics were very awkward. And I don't think the amount of times he caught the ball in college is indicative of how good he is at it, because I don't think he's very good at it. Like what I see, I, for I him, can ex- I can explain that though. Yeah, 
Telebond and, like, and or Zach Calzada. Question answered. There you go. <laughs> and like, I don't know. I We think about certain landing spots that are going to be good for players. And the one that pops up for me the most, it's like if I am allowed to place one guy specifically on one team, Mm-hmm. I want Isaiah Spiller to just go be the running back in Buffalo because it's like, it makes so much sense. It's yeah. like, because that's like, that's what they do, you know? And they, yeah. they, they tried with Zach Moss. It didn't really do a whole lot. I mm-hmm. like Devin Singletary. I know they like Devin Singletary. Oh yeah. But yeah. there's <laughs> like, they kept adding other running backs to mm-hmm. see if something could work out. I mean, like, I don't think it's one of the, like, they clearly have a plan for what they want to use Devin Singletary for, and he's very useful, but even he is a little bit more of like a smaller go out that mm-hmm. way. And like, maybe we'll toss it to you or do whatever. Like he's not kind of doing the whole up the gut thing super, super well as compared to somebody of Isaiah Spiller's ilk, because it's like him being so large and the fact that he is able to absorb so much contact is something mm-hmm. that I'm just like, there you go. That's my guy. Yeah. And it didn't really bother me that much that he didn't run a super fast 40 or anything like that because like his size and what he does between the tackles and his ability to make it, you know, into the second level. Like he's just he's got that brute force to be able to be like, "Yep, I'm just going to I'm going to keep going, guys. I hope that's okay." Mm-hmm. Like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, like cool." <laughs> yeah, like He's an effort guy, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's he's very very hard to bring down. Like he's mm-hmm. I I don't know, man. Like I understand people are a little disappointed he didn't run faster or do whatever, but like mm-hmm. for the type of back that he is, I don't really care if he ran like the what was it in like the low four fives, like the high four sixers. Or I think it was like, like a four, yeah, like four six three, four five nine. Yeah. I think he ran or yeah, something. Yeah, and like, like and yeah. you can be a really damn good pro running yeah. back at that mm-hmm. speed. You're yeah. just not James Conner does it. Exactly. Yeah. Like and he's not fast. Yeah. Like there are certain backs like that where it's just like, okay, speed's not your game. Fine. Yeah. Like there are ways mm-hmm. to overcome that. Exactly. And one of the best ways to do that mm-hmm. is to be huge and absorb contact yeah. when running up. <laughs> like and have that's really, really fucking punishment. Yeah. 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 He has like, really good vision. He sets up his blocks yeah. and he he gets like right up on the lineman. He'll set the yeah. linebacker up yeah. to get blocked by the guy going to the second level, and then that's how he's. I was about to say his like general lateral movement isn't like super great, but like his quick like one two step little cuts are mm-hmm. really crisp. Like mm-hmm. they look really good, especially when he has that extra like half second to diagnose a defense and identify what hole he actually mm-hmm. needs to hit, as opposed to just like go. You know, like he yeah. he has that level of patience. And the ability to like really use his patience, whereas some guys are just patient, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, I've hit the deck! Like mm-hmm. I, I'm now in a worse position because I waited." That's not Isaiah Spiller. Yeah, the only no, reason I don't have him that high for my fantasy rankings, just to wrap it up, is because I play PPR. That's, <laughs> there you go. That's why. Yeah. That's what. Like there. that's it. That's, that's the only reason. Like I don't think he's going to have like a ton of opportunities to. Mm-hmm be featured in the receiving game at the professional level, but just in terms of like looking at it just for professional football running backs, he's a very good one. Yeah. He's a nice one. Yeah. And, and it'll be interesting. Pass block really well. Yeah. It'd, it'd be really interesting. Well. Yeah. He's a very good pass blocker. Um, And he's not related to CJ, right? 
He's not, not related that to CTSP. Aware. Not to yeah, my knowledge. I, so. no. I think I But it's funny. It. They both went to Texas A&M. Or no, no, I'm sorry. No, CJ went to, to Clemson. But they both played for Buffalo. Or they're... Or, we're hoping they play. They both end up in Buffalo, or you know, they both end fingers up in crossed, Buffalo. Fingers crossed, please. Oh, exactly. that was so cool. Exactly. Uh, um, what say you, George? Who do you have for your number three selection? If my last comment did not give you a hint, it's Isaiah Spiller. Uh, <laughs> like I, I, and th- this is from someone of, like as Herms, like you said, you don't watch a ton of college football. Like as the season goes on, I am the opposite. I love college football. I watch the shit out of college football. Mm-hmm. It's it's just what I do. It's like, mm-hmm. sorry, everyone else that I might hang out with. You want to hang out <laughs> during college football? No. If you want to watch or hang out during NFL, other no. <laughs> it's like I'm Eli Manning on the weekends. It's just like, <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> so, uh, but oh, no, yeah. watching Isaiah Spiller at Texas A&M, at first, like, he was one of those guys where, like, the first couple seasons, I was kind of like, ah, you know, I'm not, mm, I'm not super high on him or super sold on him. But, like, as he kind of developed more, and I, mm-hmm. you know, I think he kind of developed a little bit in spite mm-hmm. of his coaching, like in terms of his head coach and their scheme and their quarterback play, I, I think yeah. he had mm-hmm. to develop into the type of runner that he is to succeed with the you know players he had around him. Because I just named off like the two main quarterbacks he had uh, in college, and that would be Kellen Mond and Zach Calzada. Let's just Kellen Mond not going to be an NFL quarterback. Zach Calzada <laughs> no longer plays for Texas A and M. For hey, I'm still holding reasons. out hope on Mond, though. You know, I'm still it holding out hope. I'll, I'll champion Zimmer his name by basically fucking said he was not good. Yeah, like if if like, Zimmer is he gonna says, play, it's like I've seen him in practice. Yeah, like, I thought play. of him as like a potential long term Kirk Cousins project. That's a very long term Kirk Cousins. Yeah. When, it may just when, be a little longer. Maybe when Cannon long now. When know? Kirk Cousins got COVID and they went with Sean Mannion, that's that all it. I needed to know. That, I was yeah, like, yeah, okay, that's all right, there it is. That's over. All right, good. <laughs> Hey, don't don't hate on my 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 all time favorite Oregon State Beaver now, or Sean Mannion, the legend that he was. Oh, there. we're not doing that. We're making fun of Kellen know, Mond. Yeah. Sean Mannion on the NFL level is in like in stark contrast to what he was in college. Like it's not even the same fucking human being, you know. Uh, so, and yeah. one of the things I really do like about Spiller, like truly, like just watching him. First off, his patience. It's a mix of his patience and like I know it's like the 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 buzzer, the buzzword, like the hot button word. It's legitimately true though with Spiller. His football IQ is next level. Like he is really able to read a defense, look where blitzes are coming kind of before they get there. And that's kind of how it comes Mm -hmm. through on the tape of him just hitting the right hole every time because he isn't playing like, you know, whack-a-mole. He's actually seeing where stuff is going to develop as it develops and even sometimes a bit before it develops. Mm-hmm. Also, he's just straight up a downhill runner. Like he, like it does not matter if that hole is filled sometimes. He will just run through you. You know, yeah. in in the words of Marshawn Lynch, Lynch, sometimes you just got to run through a muffled face. face. <laughs> That's <laughs> just what you got to do sometimes and Spiller <laughs> does that exceptionally well a lot of the time. Um I think he is agile. Like his general lateral movement, like I said, isn't superb. Like, you know, we're not going to be talking about this guy, you know, really putting the juke moves on people or, or anything like that. But his cuts are nice. You know, he really also has that kind of like one cut and, mm-hmm. and go. 
he doesn't have super great acceleration. His top end speed is okay. Like it's fine. Mm -hmm. It'll, it'll get the job done, but his physicality and his ability just to slip past tacklers is really, really impressive. Yep. Yeah. Spiller's just about that action boss. He's, he's, he is, he's nice, man. He really is nice. Um, what about you, Craig? Who have you got for number three? I'm going to get spicy with it. I'm, okay. I got, uh, I'm, I got, I'm geared up, ready to go. Let's hear it. Pierre Strong Jr. I love it, man. I love it. Yes. Love that yes. Guy. All right. There we go. Now, I feel, I felt like weird putting him at three because I was like, man, no, 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 no. do I really got this guy at three? But I was watching this film and mm -hmm. I, before I had just like seen the numbers and seen the combine test and I was like, oh yeah, he's mm -hmm. pretty good. He's pretty good in college. Averaged seven yards per carry last year and almost stupid, had 1,700 yards stupid. rushing. So mm -hmm. any level of football, that's crazy. And then his lateral agility just pops on screen. He can run through you. He can run around you. He can catch passes. He can pass block. He does everything well, and he would be even higher if you just played, like, higher level of competition. But at yeah. South Dakota State, they were playing, like, the top of mm -hmm. their level of football. So Jack it's Rouse. not like they were just – yeah. Not like they were playing garbage teams mm -hmm. for – you know that level of football but he just every game i watched i was like oh my god i i love this guy i love this he, guy so he's so explosive yeah yeah and i mean having 18 touchdowns too and he he had 22 receptions and yeah, he looked he, he looked pass. pretty good catching the ball too because mm -hmm. yeah. like herm said you could catch a lot of passes and not look good catching the ball he actually looked fluid catching the ball running around mm -hmm. did everything so i i I love this kid. He's he's at three for me. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the Jackrabbits out there. Sorry, Janoris, but you got another one coming in the NFL now. Um, he he's nice, man. He really is nice. Um, he, you know, talking about his receiving too, like the guy he lines up on the outside, he can catch passes down the middle, like in short yardage situations and stuff. Um, so he's not just like one of those pass catchers just straight up out of the backfield. Like I, I love that sneaky, spicy take right there, bringing in an FCS pick. Yeah. I, you know, we're talking about this before the podcast, but I honestly wonder, like, if this was 15 years ago, how would this draft class play out in terms of who's drafting the first round? Are we going to see a couple first round picks or, you know, with, 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 with running backs, if this was 15 years ago, if this was 15 years ago, you don't think oh, so? Well, then, I think Isaiah Spiller would have been, right. been if, a little if bit this more was highly talented years ago, 15 then, yeah, years ago. I mean, yeah. Too. yeah, probably, but. But but I guess we're also kind of teasing a question I have later on about whether there's gonna be a first round, you know, uh, running back that that's gonna come out of this one. But um, uh, no, the, like 15 years ago, I honestly wonder because like this guy, he'd be one of those guys. He almost is like, like you know, the level of confidence that people had in like a Trey Lance coming out of the FCS. I kind of feel that same way about him coming out of the FCS. He's just so damn dominant on that level like he almost seems like yeah this is someone who kind of fell through the woodworks and kind of fell through the cracks in terms yeah. of not landing to the right school you know to, to really bolster i mean to, like his draft stock's already pretty high you know but like you know all you need is tape but like to, to play with other talent equal to his caliber is what i'm saying yeah um but for me I, for my number three i got tyler Beatty, man i think he is so damn versatile I like tyler what he Beatty. brings to the ta table yeah. he's a great runner he's a great receiver he's an underrated blocker too um, you know, the guy had 1,600 yards rushing last year, 300 plus uh, 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 through the uh, um, uh, through, through receiving as well. Um, he was their identity at Mizzou. He was an absolute. He was the absolute 100 identity offensively for the Tigers last year, and I, I think he's 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 really uh, uh, more than he's potentially more than just a one year winner because obviously last year was his first big year. 
Uh, but I think there's there, there's a sign of uh, of more things to come. Honestly, he's a very like I said, very versatile, great in open space, not afraid to block, which you kind of get a little bit of a hint of to some degree with like Brees and and, and and Kenneth Walker, and that could be because they're definitive workhorses. They're you know the draft stocks are are you know significantly high. Uh, um, you know, like they knew they were going to be a, a significant part of their off offensive identity with Beatty. Like, yeah, that's part of it, but but you know. I, I don't know. I think it was a little different, uh, uh, you know, with their circumstances as opposed to what Beatty had going at Missouri because, um, you know, it, it was Missouri we're talking about here. They're going to lean heavily on him. And so he's going to need to contribute any, anything he possibly could to get this team kind of keeping them afloat, you know. Um, but, but yeah, he's an explosive guy, man. Gives a max effort. He's a big effort guy, too, that I really like. A um, little undersized, though, and, and and not, like I said, not the fastest nor the strongest guy in the draft, but very well-rounded nonetheless. Very very versatile. Um, he's yeah, thick, you don't want to use 5'8", Yeah. That's a thick um, little dude. It, he is thick. I think he could hold his own in certain situations on third and short, but probably not your number one ideal guy, you know, uh, you know, like a Brees Hall who, like I said, who's just a, I mean, he's like, that guy is, I, I, I just can't speak enough of him. He, he's the, like the next big power back, I think potentially to come out of this draft. Um, but, but, you know, I, I really like what, what Tyler Beatty brings to the table. Um, just, just, you know, very well-rounded, very versatile, and just just held it down very well for Mizzou this past year. Okay, let's go to our number two, uh, excuse me, our number four guy, I should say. Um, I forgot how to do math for a quick quick sec. Um, uh, Herms, let's start with you. Who have you got for your number four guy? Number four, I mean, damn. Like, it's tough when you get down yeah, here, man. After, yeah. after the it's first so three, it's like, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I got it easy now because I could just go with that. <laughs> Yeah, go <laughs> to your head now. Almost, you know? Yeah, no, nah, because I mean, like, I have it differently for mm -hmm. the NFL versus what I'm going to do in fantasy drafts. I yeah. think, but I mean, I think probably Rashad White, just because like, like there's that. enough like overlap between mm -hmm. like I don't know. He's had a very weird journey coming from yes. you know, like he bounced mm -hmm. around before ever even finding his way to Arizona State. But like, I was able to find. A, a little bit of footage of him at Juco, you know, just a shout out YouTube. You Mount know, like, San Antonio. Yeah, yeah, it's, like, mm -hmm. yeah it, it's, I don't know how easily accessible that stuff mm -hmm. was, but like I was able Probably to not easily. some of it. You so don't. like, yeah. He had yeah. to go to the deep web just to find football yeah. tapes. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I mean, like from what little of that that I saw, I was like, okay, all right, I see what's going on. And it's kind of like yeah. the same feeling that like I had watch it and i'm not comparing these guys as players i'm just saying in terms of like the path that these players took it reminded me a lot of what i saw when i was digging into Ramondre stevenson last year because mm -hmm. it's like you can clearly see at the juco level it's like okay this guy does not belong here and yeah. like the in like a good way obviously like yeah you watch it and it's just like gee okay yeah this this guy's torching people what what the hell is he even doing at this level please get this man to d1 <laughs> like, yeah seriously and it, Ending up in Arizona State was very interesting for him because it's like he he carried so much of that offense, not even just in the rushing game, but also in the receiving game. Mm -hmm. And I think it's evidence enough that he is a capable receiver and that he can do that type of work. But like with his size, like that's the crazy mm -hmm. part is yeah. like he's not necessarily the size <clears throat> and the frame that you would mm -hmm. view like a receiving type back. But yeah. I mean... And even at the senior bowl, we saw, you know, like even during the game and then also speaking to people that were there and like we're watching the practices and the drills mm -hmm. and stuff like he can do like 
up the middle doing the whole running back, like traditional running back stuff on top Mm -hmm. of being just like an oversized, you know, Mm -hmm. quote unquote, like receiving touch. So like his physical frame mixed with like his bizarre combination of skills makes it so that like, I'm not entirely sure how his career is going to go because like if, you know, like I think it depends on, whatever pro team drafts him and like asks him to do is going to be something that is going to really affect that. But like, because he's capable of so many different things, I think if he landed in a forward thinking creative enough offense that they were able to find ways to just like scheme up, getting him the ball, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, like he could do a really good job, but because mm-hmm. he is a little older and I think that does scare certain people off. Like, I'm not sure what kind of longevity he will have mm-hmm. at the professional level, but like I think at least for maybe four or five seasons, we could get a lot of really good production out of this guy. Mm-hmm. And for a, the life of a running back, that's about all you can really ask for anyway. So mm-hmm. he, he's a weird size for what he's good at, but I think the right team is capable of just being crazy enough to pull it off. So Rashad White, he's he's right up yeah. there for me. I love that pick, man. That's a sneaky good pick. I I, I was really high on them too, because I mean, dude, curb stomped my my USC Trojans last year, so I I can't speak volume. I, I can't speak enough, honestly, on him. Um, George, who have you got for for your number two guy? So looking kind of at my rankings and, and like even my like sleeper pick, I, I really think I'm actually seeing a trend in, in, in the type of running backs that uh, I like go, going into the NFL level. Uh, and I, I understand, I know, well, let me, look, Herms, when you said that about longevity and, and just how long a career can actually go, this guy has similar concerns, but because of injuries, uh, apparently oh, injuries. Oh, I know where you go with this and I like it. I oh, love yeah. me some Zeus. I yeah. love me some Zamir White. And thing is, looking at my other picks, I'm like, actually, that tracks. I think I just really like these downhill absolute bruisers and even looking at my five and my sleeper i'm like oh god all these dudes just like put the fear of god in some dbs if they find him in open space because Mm -hmm. the amount of times i've seen some of these guys look they might not be the fastest but if you have even the slightest bit of hesitation in your tackle the slightest bit uh, of you know lack of technique and how you're trying to bring them down they will put you in the dirt mm-hmm. simple as that zamir white yeah. runs with with power with aggression be honest and of course watching a lot of college football watching a lot a lot of georgia this year mm-hmm. he's a little sneaky elusive like he's got that level of agility that that ability to really kind of have that extra shuffle of the feet, that that little extra wiggle at the top where he can make guys miss, but that's not his game plan. His game mm-hmm. plan is either you get out of my way or I make you get out of my yeah. way. And yeah, because his movements aren't like over-exaggerated. It's like... No, it's like, very uh, mm-hmm. subtle. A lot, yeah. a lot of his movement is subtle. It's deliberate. That's another mm-hmm. thing that I really like. Like you can tell like what he's thinking when he does it. And a lot of the times it works. Mm-hmm. And another thing when it comes to kind of versatility, he might not be the best receiving back, which I don't necessarily think we saw mm-hmm. a whole lot of just because that just wasn't exactly the biggest part of their game they plan. James Cook. So yeah, he exactly. Had a he had, he had James Cook's really damn good. good. Yes, yeah, he's he really is. good too. Yeah. Uh, but 
what he was actually um oh excuse me i'm thinking of my five but either way you know you know it would not surprise me if they ended up throwing a uh, zamir into some special teams that might give away my fifth but whatever um <laughs> well yeah a guy who has some special teams experience as my fifth mm, mm. i like it uh, like but it. no, for Zamir White, uh, that that's not necessarily his game. Uh, I think the biggest thing that a team's going to have to do is if you know they can bring in this guy as somewhat, uh, I mean, a true power back. If you pair him up in the right scheme, if you pair him up with another receiver who has more of that speed, who has can can bring that element or even a receiving element mm-hmm. to the game. I mean, the sky's kind of the limit for both of them. I mean, I very mm-hmm. much think we could see a Michael Carter slash Javante Williams, but at the next level, mm-hmm. we, I mean, we saw that with Michael what we Carter saw. in New York. That's where mm-hmm. I want him to go is to the Jets. Oh my God, please, no. please. And thank you. <laughs> Zeus to the Jets. I would, I would adore that. Be the game. perfect fit. And they could probably get him in the like fourth round. Probably. Yeah. I mean, I have a guy that I think I might like a little bit more, but for biased <laughs> reasons, but, um, that's that's coming up probably. I, I just I really do like Zimmer White. Who you're talking about. I know you know who I'm talking about. I, I don't know about the other about. guys, especially with the little preview. But uh, we'll get to that with my sleeper. Um, do, do you think this is a uh, by the way like this tandem of Cook preview. and and White um, could me. mirror like what we saw with a um, with a, a Michelle and a Chubb on the next level or like is that like I don't necessarily think he has the same like type of speed. Mm-hmm. As like a Nick Chubb, I think. I mean, at this point, Nick Chubb. Oh, is, I just mean in terms of impact. On oh, the in terms level, of impact, you know? I could see it. I mean, they're they're all you know powerful backs that you know mm-hmm. can create running lanes just by brute force, as opposed to needing one schemed for them. Yeah. Um. But I mean, that's the thing. Like we're talking about Zamir White. Like, oh, he's not the fastest. Ran a four four. Like. Yeah. <laughs> on two he's surgically repaired on surgically repaired Basically. knees, a pair of them, which I yeah. fully understand that is the main concern mm-hmm. I feel for teams is the fact that he's had an ACL repair on both legs. But I, I think what he showed last season is, uh, you know, you see it from a lot of guys, even at the next level, if they have to have an ACL tear repaired that next season or two, they're still kind of, uh, you know, they, they show trepidation in how they run. They, they have a little bit more of a timid streak until they can really trust that leg. Zamir White just kept running on it. He's just like, Tor, we'll be all right. We'll fix that thing up. I'll come back in a couple months, and we'll just get after it. And that's that's exactly what, what he did. I, I think he really has a good shot to become something at the next level, given the opportunity, even though I know his injury concerns will you know have some teams shying away. Interesting. I like the choice. I like the sneaky choice. What have you got for us, Craig, for number two? Number four. four. I got... Or number four. God, I can't do is that. It, Sorry. Yeah. I got Isaiah Spiller. Yeah. Isaiah Spiller. All right. I, I mean, he, his right. first college game, he came in, had seven carries for 106 mm-hmm. yards. And he's been productive yeah. every season. And in the SEC, he might not be the fastest guy. But like Herm said, he's a good running back. And he could fit mm-hmm. the system in the NFL. He could... He could play that James Conner type role. If somebody wants to use them, like use him like Pittsburgh used uh, mm-hmm. James Conner when he was there, he could do that too because mm-hmm. he can catch the ball. But, I mean. If, if we gonna... hadn't invested in Najee last year, yeah, and yeah. We had, if we had you know gone a different route or he whatever, we were looking so for a running well. back this time, I'd feel pretty good about that. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. it's. He he, he's, so well he's, he's got that type of. He's got that type of. I don't know what's, what's the word. 
grit, uh, cojones, another, yeah. you know, just like, yeah, you know, just, there's just something about balls. That really appreciate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> whoa, whoa. I just love how he sets up his blockers and like create, like he could create running lanes doing that. He, you'll, you'll be watching the film from like the, uh, the end zone mm-hmm. view and there's mm-hmm. nothing there. And then yeah. he dips behind this blocker and it makes the linebacker yeah. come down this way. And he shoots through this hole over here. He's got enough bursts. Yeah. Very to, laterally quick. Yeah, know? he's got enough burst to make things happen. And mm-hmm. you don't have to have true long speed to mm-hmm. be a successful NFL running back. Most definitely. Most definitely. Um, yeah, you know, uh, I, I, I'm, uh, you know, it's interesting. A lot of people, you're, you're talking about if Herm's talking about if Najee wasn't drafted. I was a little interested in like maybe if, if Najee wasn't drafted instead of a spiller, instead of thinking about a spiller, maybe you think about Najee's successor at Alabama and Brian Robinson Jr. That's who I have for my number four guy because I see some similarities between him and Najee. He's not as good as Najee. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I think there's some there, there's in part some reason why we didn't see him quite, uh, you know, thrive as much as, as Najee did uh, um, in this particular season uh, um, at Alabama. And that's that's because the old line with, with with Bama this year wasn't particularly great. Uh, um, if you know, you know, uh, quite a bit on tape, like Brian Robinson kind of ma- having to make a little bit more success than he probably would have than you probably would have expected him to get ultimately. Um, but the dude was just I, I was really high on him. Thirteen hundred yards last year, 14 touchdowns. Great size, similar size to Najee. I mean, six one, approximately two thirty. You know, uh, um, very fast, very physical, kind of similar to that of Najee. Good receiver, a good blocker, man. I mean, this guy he dishes out the punishment. I thought very similar to that of a Najee. I, I wouldn't say he's quite on his level, but I wouldn't say it's too much of a difference, if you ask me. Um, uh, and I was, to, to be honest, again, this the, going through my fourth and fifth selections was really difficult. Like I, I was really back and forth between is it this guy is it this guy i mean it was and it was like a length it was like a list of like a lengthy list of like five to six guys i was debating through like it was that fucking difficult you know um so yeah but i ultimately went with with brian robinson jr i i just think he's great even with it with the cons of him not being exceptionally shifty he makes up for it with it with his vertical speed with with, with his physicality with his versatility um you know and i think you know like the just in terms of like him kind of sorting out, because I, I think Najee was really exceptionally good at finding the open holes, as opposed to a Brian Robinson Jr. And I, I think that could be nonetheless coached up in Brian Robinson Jr. to to, to kind of like you know have a, a more uh, um, uh, honed understanding of that on the next level, depending on like where he goes, obviously. Because if he's going to I don't know a fucking dumpster fire like Glenn or something like that, maybe maybe not, you know. But but if he's going to a a, a promising organization, maybe we could see some different results. Um, so who have you got for number five? I'm curious just to, to, to hear who, who your number five guy is on your list terms. Uh, who comes to mind to you? Uh, I'm still sticking with everything that I saw in terms of watching the player because I understand the combine was a bit of a nightmare. But at the Notre Dame Pro Day, I think Kyron Williams did a little bit better. Okay. Uh, and, uh... you know, we were you know talking about like – skills that translate to the next level. I think a comment was made earlier about, you know, like a lot of these running backs have room to improve as pass protectors, not Kyron Williams. That dude is already super fucking good at it. Like, wow. Like that, that alone really helps. And also I, I really enjoyed watching him as a receiver in open space on like dump off screens, whatever, all that, because like, 
the thing that I mean, you know, people have different words for it or whatever in terms mm-hmm. of like vision, whatever you know, decision making. Yeah. Like I kind of. I have a little umbrella that I put certain skills under and, yeah. you know, like I have my little bucket called presence of mind. That's kind of what I look at it mm-hmm. like through the lens of and watching him make certain decisions in real time. Like he does have certain lapses in his presence of mind, but like whenever he like when, when he makes the right decision, it is a brilliant decision. And those plays yes. end up being extremely good. And yeah. he has a very nice bag of tricks in terms of different moves to be able to evade tacklers. And like, if that consistency can be honed, I think the ceiling for him is very high. It's not as high as I once thought it was. Cause there was at one point where I had him as my number three back. And even then <clears throat> me putting him at five is probably still a little aggressive. He should probably honestly be a little bit lower, but I'm hedging on what I saw. If, even if the speed doesn't match up with what I saw, like, cause I, his game speed seemed faster than what his measured speed was mm-hmm. to me. At yeah. Least. It didn't, yeah. it didn't look the same on film as it did yeah. with mm-hmm. the testing numbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm hedging my bet a little bit and yeah. hoping that the testing numbers are not indicative of what he does in an actual game setting. Because, mm-hmm. And that's another thing I think, you know, like, if there's one thing you're like listeners are going to take away from mm-hmm. listening to your old pal Herms, don't let measured speed like completely throw the game Absolutely. speed out the window because mm-hmm. like there is a huge difference because like yeah. during a football game, you're not going to be sprinting with nobody trying to kill you. Yeah. Like without pads, <laughs> exactly. you know what I mean? Like yeah. the NFL is not just a game of people in shorts running in straight lines. That's not yeah. like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like there's a lot. <laughs> so yeah, I, you know, it's disappointing what some of that, what the combine did for him. Like I said, it did lower him down a little bit, probably should be a little lower, but I'm Mm -hmm. sticking with the belief that what I saw is better. Like, I I think, I don't know. I'm willing to toss out the combine out of hope because I saw enough Mm -hmm. on film that I'm just like, screw it. I'm I'm still, I'm on board. This guy, he's good. He's good. (laughs) I love it, man. I I love uh, that you brought up Kyron Williams. He was one of those guys. I'm just going to say it. That really oh he he uh, he was in that debate mix with me and it was oh it was same. really tough like is he, yep. is he in he's out is it I, i'll just say that for now um who have you got uh for us georgia at, you, at your number five spot so this one probably just based on my last you know like three four picks uh should not surprise anybody that i really like this guy um it is – I really like Damian Pierce out of yeah. Florida. Yeah. I there we go. love yeah, this like, dude. <laughs> I love this dude. Like, we want to talk about, like, on the field, I wish he got more usage because I just would have loved to – I love watching him run. Like He runs so word, angry, man. The, the word I'm going to use to describe him, he is violence personified when it comes to his running style. He takes absolutely zero prisoners – it does not matter. Sometimes I honestly, some of these plays, it looked like he went out of his way to hit somebody when he Probably. really didn't need to. And but thing is, it works. It works really well for him. He's really durable, like no injury concerns to my knowledge from him coming out of college. Mm-hmm. Again, people are going to look Herms. Thank you for bringing up the fact that 40 times to me. Yeah. Bullshit. For the most part, mm-hmm. kind of bullshit because and it's one all of the about thing, game speed. 
And uh, no, sorry, I was going to say Please. one other thing. I completely forgot to say that. Uh, by the way, going back to Kyron Williams, it, he dropped his two from a four six five to a four five four. I think, if memory serves me correctly, his pro day he pro ran day. Yeah. he ran faster. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, they yes. did vast improvement in that area. Yeah, the but only no, thing... like you still the point still stands. Obviously, there's a yeah. stark difference between the yeah. two. Yeah. The only thing that really matters with the 40 times is how it affects their draft capital because the NFL looks at it. So yeah, but they're stupid. Way too in, in itself, the 40 times don't matter on how players play to me, but it mm -hmm. once we see draft capital, some guys that just ran fast are probably going to get drafted higher than they should. And some guys that yeah. didn't run very fast are going to get drafted mm -hmm. lower. And when with running backs, mm -hmm. with draft capital comes opportunity a lot of the time. Yep, and with opportunity comes production. Sometimes, unless you're Trey Sermon, and then hey Elijah Mitchell just steals your job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but sorry, but go I, ahead, I, you know, I, I completely, I, I mean, exactly. Like to most people, like we can kind of see that, like draft, like forty time does not equate to game speed. And sure, yeah. Pierce ran a four five nine, like that still That's isn't still not slow. bad. That's not yeah. yeah. Bad. And he's a means. big guy too. He's a pretty uh, big guy. He's 5'10, like 215, 216. Yeah. Like he is a big human. I'm okay mm. with that speed at that size. Yeah. That's fine. Because yeah. it definitely like, I describe him as well. Also, I'm, I'm interjecting here just because you and Craig, between yeah. Damian Pierce and Pierre Strong, stole anything that I was gonna say at the end of the show. So thanks. <laughs> <Look>. <laughs> no more sleepers for you, Yeah, come on. Yeah, come on. Yeah, come on. Yeah, no, I'll mute myself right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like I was gonna, it's just like, yeah, because I mean those were the two. I mean, God, I'll have to I'll dig through and find someone else. But like Damian Pierce to me is a bowling ball. You know, there are certain running yeah. backs yeah. that are just, they're He's, a bowling ball. You, you throw it down the lane and it's just like, yeah, mm -hmm. you know, the pins are going to explode. As soon, you know, it's just like, that's just what he does, man. It's, and like the mm -hmm. way that Florida divvied up the carries is just, you know, kind of like I was saying before about like scouting the box score. Doesn't I'm going to really say it. I'm, I'm going to say it. And for reasons and just like <laughs> David already knows these reasons. Mm -hmm. Dan Mullen, go to hell. Mm -hmm. Uh, <laughs> like yeah, you, you just going Dan for the Mullen, jugular instant. Mullen, I'm glad you're unemployed. That's all I'm gonna say. I am happy for that. Like, I my apologies, Dan, if you're listening. No, you're no, 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 no. If you no. are, yeah, no, apologize. don't apologize to him. Feel free to don't come you do it anytime. You know, oh, I'd love to have it. you, but I'm not going to like turn it back from like 11 to like six. It's not gonna happen. You know, it's just just not gonna happen. But still. I mean, honestly, if if Pierce was still playing next year with um, Napier as their head coach, watch out. Just about every linebacker, you are likely to get hit by this man. You know, simple as that. And one of the things that you, you brought up is just how good he is at finding a lane and just barreling into it. You know, and one of the things that I feel like people don't fully respect or about his game is just his ridiculous balance. The way he's able to have players just bounce off of him, especially if they're trying to tackle him from the upper body down, it, he just shrugs them off. It's super fun to watch. And, you know, I think that level of just aggression and power is going to translate really well to the NFL, especially in a, like a power scheme. Uh, just saying, great fit for him. I understand they already have a good running back. I want to see Pierce play for the Lions really bad. Ooh. I'd like that. I want to see that. I'd, I'd oh, really man, like that. So much. That would be very fun. Because Dan I got Campbell. a little bit of a saucy take on hold the trigger, on my man. Pierce, but he seems like he'd be a guy willing to bite a few kneecaps. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 it, it makes sense. 
do gators like kneecaps? Probably. Yeah, probably. Like, yeah. it, if I, I had so. to guess whether an alligator would mm-hmm. eat someone by the kneecap, yeah, I I would put they money on that. I they, they don't they don't yeah. waste anything. They eat no, a hole by the fucking them. hole. Okay. They're the lions of reptiles. Everybody knows. Exactly. Like, it, knows. If there was yeah. any body it's part, I would put near an alligator. Well, it's actually, it'd be none of them, but a, a, a knee would probably be one of the last ones. I don't know. You know, gators just might yeah. really enjoy a good knee. Just have to Possibly. wait and see, I guess. I love that. The, the lions <laughs> of reptiles. I love that. There you it's go. Like we, nature's we can next quote. For my uh, uh, get, get Richard Attenborough. The, li, the gators, the lions of reptiles. You know? Here we are <laughs> in the Florida Everglades. And here <laughs> yeah, we see the lions of the reptile kingdom. Dude, the American Florida is a wild fucking place, by the way, for when it comes to wildlife. Holy God shit. That's just a death trap I, down there. As someone who lived you know? in Florida for a long time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if Australia was if located the, in America. Australia of America. Literally, it, the, it the Australia is, of America. You know? it, it really is. Uh, it's especially warm, <laughs> too, obviously. Um, yeah. So what have you got for us, uh, uh, Craig? Who's your number five guy? My number five guy is... Uh... Sorry, guys. Got a little. No worries. This guy is Rashad, manual. Rashad White. I love it. Just yeah, that's I, good. I, it's so good. Like Herm said, I don't really have a whole lot to add to it. I mean, he transferred a lot. He wound up in a good situation. Twenty twenty, when he arrived there, four games, four hundred yards rushing. And this past year, he had over over four hundred yards receiving, and he he does everything well. He has a patient running style, and. A lot, I've seen a lot of people comp him kind of like a David Johnson type guy, and I don't hate that. I mean, if he wound up being that at the next level, besides like not old David Johnson, but like young David Johnson, obviously, we it would that. be great. Versatility, yeah. Yeah, I, I wouldn't hate that. So he's he's at five for me. I like it. I love the Rashad White. I wanted to oh, – it just kills me, man. I wanted to, to put him on my list so damn bad because he's so – he was so fucking good this past year. And I, I, yeah. I, even though he plays for Arizona State, because I'm I, I'm weird when it comes to college. I've got like three favorite teams, and one of them is is you. Three are USC, South Carolina, and Arizona. So I I'm supposed to hate Rashad White, but um I couldn't, man. He's just too fun to watch. His versatility. Wanted to love him so bad enough to be in my top five, but I couldn't fit him on there. I had for my number five guy. I I had to go Isaiah Spiller, man. You know I had to join like you guys and and, and just what he brings from. Uh, versatility standpoint from a blocking standpoint from a receiving standpoint the physicality he brings man um he, you know this is a guy that is he's he's very well-rounded you know and i honestly thought like going into like reviewing i'm like maybe this is someone i could use as a, a somewhat overrated you know uh, uh prospect but no he's 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 worthy of being top five man i can't like i can't deny that he's had back-to-back thousand yard seasons at Texas a&m he should have had a thousand yards his first year there um, solid enough lateral movement, really, really shifty. Like he's not vertically shift. He's not vertically quick, but he's he laterally. He's very quick, you know? And it, you know, I, like this guy is physical, man. He does not shy away with, from contact, very low pad level. Um, you know, like I said, very good receiving back too. you know, caught what, uh, uh, 25 catches this past year. Um, you know, he's, he's very well-rounded, great in pocket protection. Like I said, he's a, he's a tremendous blocker, man. Um, so I, I I had to give him the, the, you know the, the fair amount of love. If there's any knocks against him, I wouldn't say you know I, like I said, explosiveness from a physical standpoint, he's got enough of. He's got very much enough of. From a speed standpoint, in terms of explosion, 
not compared to other guys like a Ken Walker, like a Brees Hall, and and you know my list already. Um, uh, and, and I would say he needs to improve on like his situa- situational awareness in terms of like you know, uh, uh, you know, compared to certain other backs that are higher on this list. But it's still like it's still good enough, man. Like he still holds it down. So. Um, I, I, I really just, I, I, I had to give, you know, plenty of love for him because of what he's done consistently year in, like he's a three year guy who's proven it. You know, some of these guys have only been one year wonders, but this guy's been doing it for three years now. So I think that's got to speak volumes. So, um, I had to have him on my list somewhere and, and he's my number five. Um, but you know, we're talking about guys and I was kind of teasing it too, you know, in terms of a saucy take of, uh, of what I've got in regards to Damian Pierce that I'm going to, you know, tease in this next segment or talk about in this next segment. Uh, but I want to hear from you guys first though, who is one player. And if you have one player that, that, uh, that you're too high on and also one player that you're too long, too low on, feel free to share. Um, but, but yeah, who's someone that comes to mind when it comes to this question? Uh, uh let's start with you, Herms. I mean, one person I'm probably too high on, like I said, Kyron Williams, because I'm holding myself accountable if it doesn't no, work. No, other I'm people just, you no, think I, are too I, high on. I know. I'm okay. just saying it once again yeah. to be able to say that with documented evidence <laughs> that I am aware of what I'm doing. That's all I'm saying. Okay, so other people, and I don't, I don't love it when it comes to the whole Jerome Ford sleeper thing. Hmm. You know, like it's just at his size – his physical style of running doesn't make sense. Like, I don't see how he's going to play at the next level with his size matched with really? that skill set that he possesses. Like, it, I, I don't really see it unless he finds himself. Now, I mean, I will say if he'd be an interesting candidate of somebody who maybe like a Miami could take a look mm-hmm. at, because like at that point, I think he has enough bursts to be able to thrive in mm-hmm. some sort of zone situation, mm-hmm. but just like yeah. he's 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 weird. I'm not not I'm not super sold on that. I've I've seen him as a very popular sleeper. I'm I disagree, but there's at least some merit to it. Either way, probably <clears throat> people are a little too high, and then people being too low. Um, man, Abram Smith from Baylor. Mm-hmm. That's somebody that I think is very intriguing because yeah. like. It's my understanding that as a high school prospect, I, I don't know that he was ever like insanely highly touted or anything, but he was pretty good, you know. But I mean, in the state of Texas, yeah. I mean, it's really difficult to stand out at that point. But getting there, ending up at linebacker, having yeah. to change position, yeah. doing all this mm-hmm. stuff, like mm-hmm. I and like he doesn't have like I mean, he's a he's a larger guy, but he doesn't play mm-hmm. with a ton of physicality. But one of the things mm-hmm. that I really yeah. appreciated was that he has that handful of moves to be able to make you know, quick, decisive, you know, mm-hmm. moves to get into the second level and do his yeah. thing. And if he can maybe get a little bit more confidence to use that frame, then maybe we could see something a little bit higher. But I mean, even at worst, you have a solid, reliable part of a committee that will be way more useful for an NFL team than for fantasy mm-hmm. lineups. But like, I think, I think <clears throat> he's very interesting. And we saw little brief flashes of that at the senior bowl that it was like, you know, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Like I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Draft capital, obviously, you know, I mean, it was already mentioned earlier, you know, just like all mm-hmm. the things, everything we look at translates to draft capital and then draft capital opportunity, blah, blah. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if, if the NFL likes him enough, <clears throat> then I think a lot of people could be surprised. 
Yeah, he, and he was ridiculously consistent for Baylor, so I don't blame you yeah. one bit for making that choice. Uh, George, who do you have for your a player that you're too high on, and if you also have one that you're too low on? That people so too low on? I'm going to go first with the guy that I think a lot of people are a little bit too mm-hmm. high on, and this is this is just mm-hmm. for me. I'm not a big fan of Deshaun Corbin from mm-hmm. Florida State. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he just, like, yes, he's quick, and yes, he has like just enough elusiveness but i don't think he's got great balance i think like his kind of just like center of gravity is almost like too high for like his style of running where like it looks like he he needs or wants to be kind of more in the middle of the action to be as productive as he can be but his just his literal balance not just how he runs but his actual balance he can get knocked off his center so easily uh you know it's just I like him, but I don't love him. And I'm, I've been seeing a lot of people saying like, man, this guy, you know, he can be, you know, wh- whatever, whatever. Whereas I, I just don't see him being an immediate playmaker at the next level. Um, I, he's also not super consistent. You know, th- there was some consistency issues with Florida State. I mean, that could just be their new system under Mike Norvell. But uh, I just didn't see a whole lot that I loved out of Deshaun Corbin. Mm-hmm. Uh, as for my sleeper, uh, if you guys thought that we would go an entire episode without me talking <laughs> about my alma mater, you're sorely of mistaken. You yeah. did this shit. Sorely mistaken. Did. How do you not know this is going to happen? Yeah. You had to know, especially because there are only two like good running backs declared for the draft this year. Out of Expert nowhere, by the way. You know? Out of nowhere, by the way. Like I had no thought in my mind that either of these guys were going to come out of the go into the draft, and they it's probably. probably probably shouldn't have except for the guy that I think is the guy who I think is more NFL ready. And it's not the one people I think would probably expect. Mm. I am not super high on Jerry on Ely just really? yet. Oh, come on. Oh. I love <laughs> Jerry on Ely. Keep in mind. Cause mm-hmm. go reps. I love me some Snoop Connor. I cool love shit, Snoop Connor. First off, cool. want to talk about some, finger man strength i am talking like dude just bullies people like Mm -hmm. if you guys want to watch some fun tape of a running back Mm -hmm. just throwing people around go watch the first game of last season Ole miss and louisville oh my god the amount of like just runs in the red zone where they're just like here you go and he's just like oh two players be gone oh safety like trying to drop in on a running back i will Mm -hmm. put my shoulder into your chest, you're coming into the end zone with me. We both scored a touchdown. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. It, it, like his level of physicality, and you know, again, same speed as Pierce plays with a, a level of violence that I think really does translate. I do think he's going to end up being, you know, a committee guy, but I think he's got the durability. He doesn't have a lot of miles on him at, at the moment. Um, he's got the physicality, he has all the physical traits where he could become a workhorse if you needed him to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't necessarily think that's going to be his role right away. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I just don't think that that's going to be realistic. Uh, but I really do think that um, he's got the tempo. Doesn't have speed, but I think he plays in a tempo offense well. I mean, you kind of have to to get anywhere in a Lane Kiffin offense. I mean, to do that yeah. at the collegiate level mm-hmm. and still be as bruising and uh, uh, you know patient of a back as he is, I think <clears throat> kind of shows his maturity. As a mm-hmm. running back, where a lot of guys probably wouldn't have that same level of kind of, um, you know, 
fortitude, you know, to, to really yeah. stick to his own personality and mm-hmm. be able to fit into an offense as unique as, as that is at, at the collegiate level. You know, I, I just, I just love me some Snoop Connor. What can I say? He's got an awesome name too. I love that. It, it, it sounds like a power backs name. Right? Number oh, yeah. one reason his nickname <laughs> is Snoop. Yeah, there you go. exactly. It's old. You got to be, you know, um, Craig, who have you, uh, who, who's the guy that comes to your mind or the two guys that come to your mind uh, that, that people are too high on or too low on? I mean, I kind of agree on Jerome Ford because he didn't look great on film or anything, but mm-hmm. I don't really have a whole lot of other guys. The guy that I think that people are too low on is Keontae Ingram out of, Ooh. out of USC. He was pretty good at yeah, Texas he and nice. he transferred mm-hmm. out because B. John Robinson is just Duh. a superhuman it's and phenomenal. Why are you going to stick around when you're going to get beat out? So he went to USC. He dropped a little bit of weight. He got a little mm-hmm. bit shiftier, moves well. He's decisive with his runs. He's still pretty damn big. I think they had a list, had him listed at like six foot, 221. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, he'd probably get drafted really late and get on a team. If he could stick, he might be able to work his way up a depth chart. I love the the USC love. No objection here as a USC fan. I mean, he, he looked so. really good for them. I mean, he had almost yeah. a thousand yards in ten games. And then I'll throw out the guy that we're going to interview this uh this Friday yeah. too. Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta go look at Stadford Anderson out of yeah. Alcorn. And I watched his film. He sent it over to me, and yeah. he's pretty nice. He's got he's got some good footwork. He's mm-hmm. he's got quick feet. He's great great in pass pro. I didn't yeah. get see him. I didn't see him get beat one time. And his yeah. chip blocks, like he's coming off the line to like run a little route, and he just throws his shoulder in a dude every time they fall completely down. He's five yeah. or what do you say? He's five eleven, and he weighs mm-hmm. two hundred and twenty three pounds. So he's a Ooh, big, boy. big yeah. dude. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yes, sir. We're, we are yes, sir. Definitely root for him here at the OTH oh, yeah, football course, podcast. Yeah. I'm super excited about Friday. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome, man. And 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 shout out to him too for that like genius, you know, uh, uh, choice to splice his Whoa, tape yeah. with with Joe Mixon's tape. I mean, because like, you know, is he gonna be the next Joe Mixon? We don't know yet. Uh, you know, we obviously don't know. Maybe. He's a big question mark. But to compare yourself to other players and showcase how how similar your style oh, is such to a, a current video. NFL player, that's probably the the way to do it if you want to get recruited by NFL drafts dra- uh, draft scouts. Excuse me, that's the way to do it as opposed to just showcasing your highlights. You know, because they yeah. a lot of the time a lot of these scouts they look at similarities from previous players they've acquired. You know, and and I think that's that's just you know kudos to him and much respect. I would to him love for, for him to know? take some Ajay P Ryan's job and just get him off the Bengals. I am <laughs> done with Samaj P. Ryan. Found it. That's Craigslist. Craig has, Craig yeah. has started his Ryan. list of, of people. Stafford that Anderson. Oh, yeah. Well, he's got like 10 more Go slots to, to catch up to you now, George. So, oh, you know. no. That's like at minimum. Like, that's yeah. like if we're being nice to me. Me and Samaj P. Ryan are not friends. <laughs> we, we all know, though, that you already gave a shout out to your, your number one guy on your hate list uh, in, um, in, um, in Dan Mullen, who's got to top your hate list. He's got to be, you know? Probably. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, Hugh you wish freeze. the guy unemployed Hugh now. Freeze? Come on. Like, how do you Oh, Hugh Freeze is – honestly, Hugh no. Freeze. The only person – yeah. Hugh Freeze got to be up there. He's Oh, uh, he's he, up there, yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah, he's thinking yeah. about it even more. <laughs> he's really up there. How do he's you have <laughs> How do you have a team with Dawson Knox, A.J. Brown, and D.K. Metcalf yeah. and literally do nothing? 
He he done goofed that one. Actually, I know how. That's a good point. NCAA violations. Yeah. That's how. <laughs> That'll get you. <laughs> like, suffice to say, man. No, that's great. Um, and now works at a Christian school. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the irony, you know. Yeah. Um. Uh. Actually, the allegations are pretty tough too. Here, <laughs> hearing what I know, or hearing some of the things about some of the leadership at Liberty, they might not be too uh, upset about escorts. Just saying that much. He, hey, oh. Yeah. He, he's just shots fired at Liberty. Demon, Jesus. You know? Y'all haven't okay. Y'all haven't heard of that podcast. Firing off shots at everybody. I I have a lot of have you listened feelings to... about Liberty that I will not share. <laughs> okay. oh, it's, it's not even about Liberty. Let's have do you all a heard? Post show. Let's do a post oh, no no no. Show. Like I'm serious. Have you guys not heard of that podcast? Like it's a like legit podcast series about like uh, uh the Fallwells. Like oh no, I'm that... I, I I'm very familiar with oh. everything you're talking about. I am. Yes. Not I haven't listened to it, but I heard about <laughs> very, it. Very interesting and even more telling. Let's just say that. It's it's uh it's an interesting it's an it's interesting a it's it an is interesting a, learning institution. I, you it have to leave <laughs> this shit after George. This sounds so much. And like thing is, like, it's shit. not like some crazy like documentary podcast. I'm talking I'm talking like a wondery like fun like true crimey style podcast. Like it's just good to listen to. It's also <laughs> insane. <laughs> God damn. I'm glad Herms knows about oh. this too. Like at least like. I'm assuming you yeah. you know like where I'm leading Have you the guys. guys. Watch the uh, the HBO Max show. I guess it's probably loosely based off that the uh, Righteous Gemstones. Oh, I've heard of it. I heard it's pretty good. I haven't checked it out though. I need to check. Yeah, it's, it. I it's, don't it's, know. It's that pretty one. funny. It's pretty funny. It's uh like it, you have to check it out. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh. To answer this question though, you know, to uh, one person, I'm a little. I think people are a little too high on. To be honest, I'm going to be the fucking the, the lone wolf of this group. I'm going to say Damian Pierce is is someone little people I think are a little too high on. I think he's a little bit of flash in the pan. I know you want to choke me out, you want to shoot me in the face, and and you know what? I'll take it, okay? And I'll still be coming back. All right? You you watch your mouth talking about Damian Pierce on this podcast. <laughs> you 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 picked okay. a very interesting. You're on the wrong show. <laughs> Guys, I might die tonight. So if you want to do a favor and call the police right now on your phone, that'd be very oh, much man. appreciated. <laughs> no, but um, oh shit, you know, and, and God, we lost. I like that. <laughs> That's the name I of the podcast that. I'm talking about. Also, it is real good. Also, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to podcast, check that out. I have yeah. I have one other guy that people are too high on, and it's not people. It's just Chris Sims is too high on Tyreon Davis Price. Really? He, yeah. He played at LSU. He, I watched all the games, mm-hmm. and he's a guy, but he's not a guy. Like he's not. He's not. He might guy be a guy. He might be a guy, but he's not a dude. Yeah, he's not a dude. He's not a dude. And he's got him. <laughs> he's got him ranked at his as his number five <laughs> running back. And I don't like that. That's Chris way Sam too high. Is, can we? It's clickbait, I d- man. I don't want to get like another person on my list. But oh, like, he's okay. on my list. Probably. No, no, no. Yeah. Can like, can can I say this without putting him on my list that he's a clown? I yeah. Go ahead. I mean, he's, Chris he's, Sims he's, just a clown. Like, come on, guys. Let's be real. The thing is, I, I feel like he knows football, but he he puts these these takes in there that are just god awful. So people click on it because it's different. He might know ball, but does he know feet? Yeah. He don't know feet. <laughs> he probably don't know ball. <laughs> 
Uh, he's he not Rex Ryan. Now. No ball. No. He's not no Rex Ryan. Now. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know. But he... um, no, Damian uh. Pierce. I think he's he's a little bit of a flash in the pan, to be honest to me. You know, it, like Emory Jones, Anthony Richardson, uh. Malik Davis. These were all guys in that Florida team that were running effectively. And he was like one of those guys that was very versatile. Now, he's got some nice highlights. I know you're talking that you guys were really high on that highlight probably against Florida State where his helmet comes off and the dude's just plowing in the fucking end zone because he doesn't give a shit. That's nice. That's that's sexy. That's cool. But I, I just think that like that. let's not get too high on that moment if you ask me. You know, I think it's just a little like I would pump the brakes on him. I think of him as more of a depth piece. You know, yes, he's going to get drafted. Yes, he warrants all that. Yes, the talent is there. But I don't think I see the consistent execution of said talent. Um, so that's what I'm a little bit concerned about. Yes, he can catch pass out of the backfield. And he can run effectively. He's not explosive, you know, in terms of uh, uh, speed, you know, uh, in terms of how fast he is. Um, and again, you can make up for that with, with with your physicality. But even the physicality, I I don't see in spades. I see I see in 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 you know, uh, sporadic moments here and there. I don't see it as consistently. So I, I don't know. I just I have questions whether we would gel in run blocking or you know in, in a uh, zone blocking or a dry blocking scheme. Where would he fit in? I don't know. I think he's a depth piece, honestly. Um, I mean, uh, and, and that evaluation is within his range of outcomes. I yeah, mean, just yeah, just because yeah. we really like him doesn't mean that that's unfair. Because it, it's yeah. not. I mean, like that, no, it, that is true. Fair, yeah, it's yeah. you know, it's it, it comes with the nature of guys like that. You know what I mean? It's exactly. just it. There are certain player archetypes where, like, just by virtue of what it is you're good at. <laughs> <laughs> it's either going to be really good or like, oh, man, mm, yeah, we're not going to put you on the field a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, to totally. And like, that's, I don't know, like another one of those things, you know, people really got to consider, like, you know, like, and I think I, I tweeted about it recently. It's just like, you really got to like anybody can put together a good list of the things that they like mm -hmm. about a player. But like, you really got to do the pros and the cons. And yeah, you gotta yeah. weigh that shit together because a that'll tell you how you really feel, and b yeah. like you know the the fewer things that have to go right for a player to mm -hmm. be super good, the better you feel about them. You know what I mean? Like in yeah. fairness, there are a lot of things that do have to go right for him. It is fair, yeah, yeah. like that is fair. Mm -hmm. You know, so I mean, and like another, you know, just sneaking it even even though I wasn't asked, it just popped into my head. Tyler Algier is another one of those players for yeah. BYU. Yes. I'm just like like I get it. Mm -hmm. I see what people are seeing. I could go either way. Like, I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, okay, sure. Mm -hmm. Theoretically, he has the size and enough diversity in his skill set yeah. that it could be interesting. You know, yeah. like kind of similar to Abram Smith mm -hmm. that I was talking about earlier for, you know, listeners who may not be aware. He also changed position and then yeah. changed back. So, I mean, he yeah. lost a little bit of time in development yeah. that way. And like mm -hmm. his first year back after, you know, playing linebacker, he played a little bit bigger than he did this past season. So, yeah he did have to recreate his body a little bit to be able to be a running back. It could go either way, you know, and that's the interesting yeah. part of this class is like, you know, I, I guess just because, and again, nobody asked me to do this, but I'm doing it anyway. Like <laughs> my, go ahead. my, my bow that I tie on this class specifically mm -hmm. yeah. is like, in terms of like the high end talent, it's not where it has been in years past, but mm -hmm. like the depth of like, how many different role players there are is very intriguing to me. I think the same oh, yeah. can be said mm -hmm. for the wide receiver position where it's like, yeah, we don't have like, you know, this isn't going to be like a, 
the, the class with cd lamb and judy and all yeah. them like it, it's mm-hmm. not quite that but like mm-hmm. there are certain draft classes where it's just like okay you got a lot of big guys that are going to mm-hmm. play the x that's what you're really going to be choosing from yeah. like oh we got a lot of slot receivers in this class mm-hmm. and just like with running back classes like okay you got like a lot of bruisers like oh you got a lot of mm-hmm. satellite guys you can get a lot of different role players in this year's draft it's very interesting from that standpoint so it's like i mean more so than anything else like it's the draft capital that is going to be everything for all of these guys and that's not a new revelation obviously we've said it the entire time but like because like i'm of the mindset that like landing spot doesn't really matter unless you're a quarterback because if you're talented you're talented you know but like man there are going to be some of these guys where you know like the draft is going to be very interesting that's all (laughs) i'll say like there are Yeah, because yeah, like there's so many players in this draft where it's like, yeah, because there are such wide differing opinions yeah. on you know, like once you get past that top three, it's like where they go within like the wild west four man. through seven or something like that. Like, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I I legitimately do not know where some of these guys are going to mm-hmm. be drafted, and I'm just like, I'm gonna be sitting on the edge of my seat the entire time. It's gonna be very it- fascinating. Even for me, like with the top three picks, I feel like it's even a bit of a wild card because I'm not sold. Is it Aiden Hutchinson? Is it Evan Neal that's going number one? Like this is the oh, first yeah, draft yeah, yeah, we know where I going. felt like I definitively don't know who's going to be the first overall pick. And if it were, it's also like, the Jags picking with a quarterback though. So yeah, you don't know what they're gonna do ever. They might draft <laughs> exactly, fucking you know? Kyle Hamilton. Trent, they're like turning to the new fucking Raiders now. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, Trent Bulky this offseason has already yeah. shown that he is in full Jacksonville Duval Street form. Like he yeah. is, he is going to everything <laughs> absolutely slammed. He yeah. is, you know, throwing mm-hmm. money around like it. You know, it's going out of style. Yeah, so they we have the hell no out of Christian Kirk for I don't mm-hmm. know why. I love I mean, Christian Kirk. I don't love him that much. No, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's a good receiver, but he didn't. Yeah. He doesn't command that type of money. I know it's hard to no. get receivers into Jacksonville, but you could have got a better receiver into Jacksonville and paid maybe just I, I don't know around the same amount of money. Honestly, even the even the Zay Jones contract was like yes, gross, right. <laughs> like gross. Like where the That's fuck gross. did that come from? Like I mean, Zay Jones I'm is a good role player out. on yeah. offense, but not. Not for that much yeah. money. I'm yeah, serious. Yeah. I Just, legitimately you already think had Trent Baalke. Jones Jr. What are you doing? Is Trent I, I just imagine Trent Baalke walking in and he's like he giving the be. contract for 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 uh, Zay Jones. He's like, please don't get me fired. You know, like that's what he's doing. No, like, I and think then also, it's the like, opposite. I think he's tra- yeah. actively trying to lose yeah. his job. He must be because it's like, why did you trade? Like, why did you make that trade for Dan Arnold last season, only to follow it up with also bringing in Evan Ingram? Like, yeah. what do you like? What, you yeah. gave up a premium, like Dan you Arnold's gave up a top tier corner that you drafted yeah. not that long ago in that deal. <laughs> like, like yeah. I, I don't it's understand weird. anything. How that man has and, his job is beyond me. Yeah, I, he, he's dwindled wild. significantly. I mean, he was, I thought he was okay during his San Francisco years, but he's not that same guy anymore. Not even remotely. Trent Bolt has been hitting the bottle. What? Yeah, he's, been, he's been hitting on that juice, you know. Uh, looks like we got Coach Craig in the chats. Uh, uh, so that's What's nice up, to coach? see him in there. What's going on, man? Um, but yeah, the, the guy I'm too low on, um, or that I think people are too low on, is Kyron Williams. I I, I think the guy yeah. is phenomenal. He may yes. be undersized, but we're making Herms night shit. tonight. He's okay. loving these takes. I know he is, and as he should. All this over is, this, you know, this is the legit take here. Kyron Williams is not getting his fair share of love, folks. You need to change. He that. was He's legitimately that, okay? like 
this close to being my number five. I was like, I was like, he's so yeah. well-rounded, man. The Ooh, guy, can, he, he's, he plays far above his size. And yes, he's not blazing fast, but he's fast enough. He, he can catch passes out of the backfield. He's a ridiculously underrated pass protector, okay? This guy will hold it down in the backfield for you. Trust me, okay? And the athleticism out of this guy is so unpredictable because, you know, when you see like a, just a quick burst of him, just one average clip, you may say, well, can he do what I'll see him do? Uh, can, he, can he do what I end up seeing him do against North Carolina where he runs 91 yards, reversing field, splitting two defenders and just going off the fucking, you know, chain, you know, into the end zone? Like you don't expect that, you know? But but he does it. He, he defies the odds. And I, I saw that numerous times and I, I wanted to give him love on this list. He's so close to the top five. I, I still feel very high on him, and I still think he, he has so much potential. Do not discount him, guys. Give him his, his fair share of love. Um, so that's the guy, honestly, that I think really it, it needs needs more love, if you ask me. But we're talking players. Now let's talk some teams. I'm interested to get you guys' sentiment on what you think the ideal landing spot could be for um, – oh, whoops, that – question is wrong right there uh, i meant to say i meant to say running backs right let me fix no, that real quick no, it's fine. Oh, we know what oh, it means I mean, we know what oh, we're shit. talking about oh there we go okay i don't know why it says quarterback oh that uh, still says no. quarterbacks but it's fine don't worry about it we're good <laughs> never mind you got it so what, we're what rocking the and rolling ideal, yeah exactly what are the ideal landing spots for for some of these running backs uh, uh to land in and, and um and, and and potentially thriving. Uh, let's start with you. Do y'all just want to say like the correct answer, everybody at the same time? Like I think we all know like the most right answer here. Like Buffalo, Buffalo, Bills. Bills. I like the Jets it's too, the though. <laughs> I was, I, I, was I, I low key it. like the Jets too. You know, I mean, I, I, I don't think spot. the Jets but would be a bad Bills spot. Bills is where it's at. Bills got to go to the Bills. I mean, like yeah. it's yeah. it's a it is a team need mm-hmm. for a team that is relatively not needing much. Like mm-hmm. they. Got receivers, got quarterback, got a good defense, got a good O line. Like they just need a standout running back. Uh, I, I love. I mean, that's the thing. Like Coach, I will Craig not leave Michael Carter alone. What's wrong with Michael Carter? I love he, Michael Carter. He never, I like Michael Carter. He never profiled to be a guy to carry the bulk. Of, like it make if you want to if we're gonna leave, oh, leaving Michael Carter alone is actually the worst thing to do. We oh the, I agree. The idea I think of preserving it, him, Coach Craig. It's yeah, it's a good idea. He is talented. Though. No, I, I think I think I think Michael Carter is super talented. I love what he can do with the ball in his hands, but I don't think he's necessarily a bell cat. If you get him a complimentary back, that Jets offense, like which is already. Mm-hmm. Getting better, maybe mm-hmm. getting that line has some serious yeah. potential, we'll especially because mm-hmm. it wouldn't shock me. Because, like, between him and Eliza Vera Tucker, and oh, AVT that, is nice. And yeah. The fact that they have the capital necessary to add to it again if they want to, yeah, yeah. like, yo, I'm yeah. pretty excited. I mean, like, I am in I, mm-hmm. if, ugh, the enthusiasm I have for certain parts of this offense is completely the antithesis of how I feel about Zach Wilson. But other than that, like Zach Wilson, if Zach Wilson's that guy, it'll be good. But I don't know if he is. I don't 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 think he's very good. But I like, (laughs) I didn't like him before the draft last year. I, I, he was the one. I want to just, I want to Justin Fields real bad. Ooh. And I mean, I you ain't getting him. Damn it. I think everything else they're building is great. Yeah, for sure. Also, it, it'll be Elijah Moore, goaded. Yeah. He's nice. I love Elijah Moore. Getting down better than Kadarius yeah. Tony. Prove me wrong. It, it's the Bills, though. Like you guys said, it. Maybe you could argue. I know this Bills sounds. 
people are gonna like hate me for this potentially, I think. But the Eagles, maybe, maybe. I don't know. The Eagles. Do you want a bell cow guy? You know, because is is, is Miles Sanders that guy? You know. What's I that? don't know, but like the Eagles have almost always seemed content with like ruling it, like going with committee. I mean, of course, we're talking Nick Sirianni. We're still not a hundred percent sure what he actually wants to do, but like they seem content. Also, I love me some Kenny Gainwell. Uh, I really think he's like supremely talented. I think he just generally needs snaps. But yeah. you've got two guys ahead of him. Also, I think he outplayed Boston Scott this year. Not just me. Um, and like Plus, Sirianni being cut from the Frank Reich cloth, I mean, yeah. like it would still be a messy committee no matter what we do. So yeah, I mean, but that's fair. Yeah, dude, I mean, I, I, I'm every fucking week on the waiver <laughs> wire, I'm just like, they gotta integrate Kenny Gainwell eventually. Am I right, guys? And then it just say, <laughs> just yeah, that's, that's, I'm like, that's why not? not? Like that's you, me in Dynasty so every good. week. <laughs> oh god, it, it was so frustrating. It was the one Memphis that, like, is RBU at this point. Yeah. Let's yeah, go. Every week I was wrong, but I kept doing it. <laughs> and I'm just like, pick Same. him up, it'll be fine, it'll work. I promise. And then just never did. That was weird even though what makes it so much more annoying to me is I think he fits the mold of what Sirianni would want in a running back so well. I know, I know, it's something yeah. good. Like uh, he could do the Naheem Hines thing. Oh, whatever. Oh yeah, for sure. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Whatever. It's fine. He can do whatever fine. he wants. It's cool. It, yeah, I'm not mad about it. It is. Cool. It is chill. Okay. I'm very relaxed. Obviously, you know, just... will be fine. <laughs> Super chill right now. <laughs> You're killing Herms over yeah. here, damn it. Come on, Sirianni. You're not doing Help anything. Blame Nick Sirianni. No, yeah. Wipe away my tears. That's man. what I'm saying, Sirianni. I'm calling. This is for you, Sirianni. You, Sirianni. You're out there. Yeah. You're we know you're watching this shit. I if know you're it. listening, and we know that you are. <laughs> Feel free to come on the show. <laughs> Please. We'd love, we'd love to have you. You seem like a great guy. We would we'd love to have you. I just look in the chat section. I just see Nick, and it says, fuck off. <laughs> it, just, it just comes out. And he's just like, you think I'm coming on enough? your show? Don't make me laugh. <laughs> you don't know shit. Get the fuck out of here. Um, let's get into our last. We kind of answered the, these two questions, actually. you know, I, I yeah. think that there was some re repetition going with these, with these two questions for this segment. Yeah. So. We kind of answered it. It's the Bills. Uh, you know, maybe there's some certain wildcard teams. Obviously, like, you know, in terms of teams that need a running back in general, I mean, you could say uh, Arizona. Um, Arizona could be one, you know, for one thing. That could, that, yeah. that could be a sneaky yeah. rival. They, they definitely Las could Vegas. use somebody behind James Conner. Ra Raiders, I mean, I I think Josh Jacobs is the capability to be the bell cow. They got to rectify that line. Right? But it would be nice to, be to have back a backup, this, you know? This season healthy. That's true. Can you and, and yeah, they signed Drake to a pretty big deal, so they they're not going I away from don't him. And think he's they're a... gonna give up on him, but like yeah. I don't know. I just feel like Josh McDaniels is like a hundred percent that type of guy to just like pull someone random in like the fifth round and then just become a star. I mean, it very much fits that cool. Patriots mold. I, I would think say that um, Josh Jacobs is underrated though as a running I love back. Everybody, nice. yeah, everybody shits Jacobs. on Josh Jacobs like every year for like fantasy Josh football purposes, and then he finishes like a. Uh, RB1, you know why? RB2. You, you know what they like need to every do? Every time, there, there's one thing that they need to do. Throw him the ball. He did it in. Throw him the ball. Receiving back. Yeah. I don't know why they don't do that. He that dude like. That's what I like the most about him coming out of Alabama. Yes, it doesn't <laughs> make any sense. It's it like out last of year as like a receiving back. Damian yeah. Harris was the the guy that got the most touches, and then yeah. like he comes in and they year, use him like Damian think, Harris. His 64 targets last year are his career high. How did it? 
this yeah. long of him so being long? like Jesus. I whatever. You know, they, they'll figure it out. I hope. I, I hope mean, it's because like, wait, who who have been his who have been his coaches like up until this point? Gruden and Jack Del Rio. Yeah. Like, I well, I think I think he, was he with Jack? I don't think he was with Jack Del Rio. No, he's always been with Gruden. He's always been with Gruden. That yeah. makes it yeah, worse. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes the, it worse because Jack Del Rio is a defensive coach, and I'd be like, okay, I get it, but like. Gruden yeah. is supposed to be an offense guy, and then he's it, like, "Hey, person who's good at this thing, don't do that thing." Well, he also Gruden done good for other reasons, though. Too. We're not <laughs> getting that. That's yeah. we're not. He's not just yeah. offensive in terms of he's offensive yeah. and offensive, as in yeah. there you go to yeah. everyone. Yeah, Pun like, fucking intended, right there. <laughs> problematic <laughs> shit aside, he he did scheme an offense that would have worked super well in two thousand six. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. it is not 2000. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> it, Damn. Shockingly, it, it, this isn't the Brad time. Johnson, Brett Favre days of John Gruden uh, anymore. You know, like it's 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 different. This isn't time Rich Rod, Arizona anymore. No. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Yeah, I have to bring that up every it. time yeah. that I can. I have to. That, you know, it's funny. Like, I was, you know, speaking about Josh Jacobs, that's another thing. Like, that, like, the, Rich Rodriguez, that experience as an Arizona fan was just traumatic in that sense. You know, just seeing him. Same for me. A he fire. worked at Ole and, Miss in, like, the late 2010s like, and, and still then, never run and, that yeah, offense. Yeah, exactly. And then Josh Jacobs, too. Was it his rookie year? I believe, yeah, it was his rookie year where he just ran all over my bears and I had to just like take a step back and collect myself because I thought I was going to have a breakdown in that moment. I, I, it was that bad of a game, you know, it was just like, uh, it was awful. And, and so he's just like, that guy's the real deal. So I, I don't blame I'm that. I'm glad. Know. I'm glad you've recovered from yeah. that trauma. Your Josh Jacobs trauma. I yeah. think at this point, it's just been a lot of exposure therapy. I'm proud of you. So, hey, my first world problems, they're second to none. Okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I'm good, folks. I'm all good. I've had worse experiences as a Bears fan alone, uh, especially with Aaron Rodgers. But, anyways, um, yeah, no, we named it. I mean, the Texans, the Falcons would be, I think, you know, it's yeah. funny. We talk about the Texans. I think those like are it. easy picks because they're just generally yeah. devoid of talent. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. Most yeah. Anywhere with opportunity is a great place. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But those are some other teams, too, that, that you can name. Um, so, like, this segment was quick, and, you know, it, it, like, there wasn't really too much to get into this, honestly. Yeah. Um, but to close out with our final segment, um, you know, which team out there, you know, we kind of, I guess we kind of answered this, too. Like, yeah. are, is this Bills. A, Bills. Do you think it's the Bills, too? Bills. Not the Cardinals. Like, do you, okay, the Cardinals or the Bills? Which one do Bills. you think benefits Bills. the Bills? You think the Bills? The okay. Cardinals still have to figure out the wide receiver core, especially with, like, the trajectory that, Hopkins is taking downward because of his age and all that, mixed with the yeah, fact yeah. that, like, Cliff Kingsbury sucks. Well, that. And then also, like, do they figure out what to do with Rondell Moore? You know what I mean? I was like, hanging yeah. out in that man's house. Do not disrespect. He let me hang out in his house. That is pretty yeah. cool. I'm oh no! Kidding. He he, he no, put himself happened. in a graphic and tried to claim that he was yeah, there. Yeah, I just had no, a whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> These are some wild accusations, and well, it's stop, clear not still very. Neat. It is it is <laughs> not clear at all that I am I am using something to block out my background. It, it, I definitely George did not... lives under a bridge, and he, that's where he hangs. No, I have I have a green screen and a computer yeah. under a bridge. Yes, sir. He's, he's got a noise filter to cancel out all the freeway traffic. Among us doesn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, come on, you know, like everyone's got it. That's easy. my recording oh. studio. 
Yeah. I'm <laughs> under a bridge right now. I mean, <laughs> little known fact about my recording space. That's just like, yeah, I mean, I do a really good job filtering out the sound of the, uh, the track. Yeah, like you've got like, you just have a cubicle set up with like, uh, uh, like the, yeah. the, uh, sound panels yeah, on I'm the sides. Surrounded by sound Absolutely. panels. It's just, yeah. hey, I, I remember you telling me that you were an audio engineer and you weren't sugarcoating that shit, man. You got, I mean, skills, man. Yeah. Well, for it to sound this good underneath of a bridge, I mean, yeah. that's pretty, pretty solid. Truly impressive. Right. Much respect, man. A plus. Yeah, it's it's the fucking bills. I'm it's not even gonna. I I was just asking it to try to be devil's advocate. It didn't fucking work. We'll go to the next question. Um, you know, it's like I have to ask though to close it out. I hope you guys. You know, I, I wonder what 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 your guys' process was for this because it was like for this because for me this was also very difficult because there there aren't a ton. Like you know, it, it's funny when we talk about the running back talent in this class. Um, from certain standpoints, like like Brees Hall, like I talked about him earlier. Dudes that big aren't supposed to move that fast. And I'm trying to think of guys who move like him, who who play like him right now. They're active in today's NFL or even like in the years past. Like you just don't see like athleticism every year seems to be getting better and better and better and better. They're finding ways. And so I, it took me a long time to think of one. Uh, but I want to I want to ask you guys, you guys start off with this one. Uh, um Herms, who who came to mind of a prospect that you think compares to a previous NFL legend or a current NFL player right now? Oh my God, I'm so bad at comps. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, uh, so I'll, I'll tell you what, uh, James Cook probably not out of, either. James Cook out of Georgia, he reminds mm -hmm. me a ton. I swear, if you say his brother, I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah, you're gonna steer if fucking. You say his brother, I'm gonna be pissed. They both got the dress. <laughs> if you they say both got the brother, same last name. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, no, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dig through my notes real quick, just because, like, I do. Like, and again, like, if I say this and it offends somebody out there, no, I already no, said I'm, I'm bad at you. this, so it's just like it is what it is. Okay, uh, here we're just fucking with you. Here's here's you know? an interesting one that I found, uh, just because like. It's the one that I made that felt the most apt mm -hmm. and I hated the least. Mm -hmm. So uh, Devontae Price out of FIU, mm -hmm. I think, you know, he's he's an he's interesting nice. guy. I mean, he tested far better than I thought he would, which makes him slightly more intriguing. I mean, he's in the very deep sleeper category. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't oh, yeah. think he's going to get very high. Down there with capital. Isaiah Pacheco. Yeah, you know, just certain guys like, the, you know, it's just like maybe they'll latch on. We'll see what happens in the future. But uh he, uh, in my notes, I put maybe like dot, 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 lesser Isaiah Crowell. Hmm. So there oh, you go. Interesting. There you, there That's you a go. blast from the past Crowell right there. Holy nice. shit. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, like I have, I have certain guys like that where I'm just like, I'm just, I'm going to cycle through just like, you know, mm -hmm. like yeah. I, it, sincere McCormick. I was like, uh, well, you know, I, I get Spencer Ware vibes. There you go. Mm -hmm. That's a, that's a okay. fun he, one. And if he wouldn't have got injured, hunt cream hunt might not have happened for a while. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Uh, oh, th oh, this, this, okay. Final answer. This was my favorite one. Uh, Hassan Haskins at Michigan reminds mm -hmm. me of how painfully inefficient Najee Harris was in Pittsburgh but he's doing painfully inefficient shit at the college level. So, mm, right. <laughs> I yeah, because right. yeah. like, yeah, like I, I saw like Haskins. He, he would, he would, mm -hmm. he would shuck and drive around, and try and get mm -hmm. creative and do what. And I admired the effort. I really did. Mm -hmm. But boy, was it you know, and like I couldn't tell if it was his fault <laughs> or you know, but 
but there are a couple other, you know, there are a couple other players that, you know, like, I mean, I understand. Oh, what was that guy's name that transferred away? Zach Charbonnet. Like I saw him. Yeah. And then I think uh, oh, the guy who's Charbonnet's still good. there, uh, what uh, Donovan Edwards, right? I think that's his name. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like there were other guys that were there at the same time that found ways to be a little bit better. So I'm just like, mm -hmm. I'm not sure it's so much of the talent around him. It might just be his brain not knowing what to do. Mm -hmm. Like, so like I would just, I just watched like the train wreck in motion and I was just like, it reminds me of watching Najee last year, but it's his fault. Yeah. It's not, it's not, yeah. the circumstance is not the reason this is painful. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But, yeah. So there you go. That's a, it's another fun one. I'm bad I at this, that. but every now and then I no, have some fun no. ones that I get to sprinkle in there. So there you Those go. Those were sneaky good. I, Isaiah Crowell, that like, you know, it's funny. Like, like we, I was joking because you've been unpredictable the whole show. And then you got up to the James Cook comparison. I was like, oh, he's going Dalvin. Of course he's going Dalvin, you know? But then I, you went back I to was, unpredictable. I was going to say know? it. I, would, I we, wanted to say we, it. We know <laughs> you were going to say it, and we know you really wanted to. I'm glad you oh, did. shit. I love it. No, I, I love the, the the, the uniqueness and everything with they're so clothes. alike, even genetically. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> almost like that related. <laughs> Those guys could be mm, brothers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh fuck! Who have you uh, got for us, George? Honestly, like I am absolutely horrible at this. Like mm -hmm. absolutely horrendous. But and like to be fair, I also kind of like going through the uh, on the NFL's like draft website, mm -hmm. like for like the actual yeah. draft pages. Usually their comps aren't great, no. But like <laughs> some of them are actually kind of good. Mm -hmm. Like I found one that's kind of good, and it's also for Isaiah Crowell, mm -hmm. but it's for Damian Pierce, which really? I I actually like that one. Like most of these kind of terrible, but that one I was kind of like, wait a second, that's that's not bad. I have seen a lot worse from you guys, so <laughs> you know I, I was like, you know what. I'll accept that one. That one's not terrible at all. I mean, even just look like, I don't see this. Come on. There's no way. Isaiah Spiller is not going to be Rashad Penny. Come on. No, I I don't see that. <laughs> just some of these. Brian Robinson's. Okay, I kind of like, like Brian Robinson's. Brian mm -hmm. Robinson with Chris Carson. That's not terrible. Mm -hmm. I've heard. I, 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 I actually yeah. kind of like that. I, I can get behind that one. Uh, I'll screw it. I'll stick with that one. I, I think that's a pretty good comp for, for his skill set. I, I like that. I can dig that. I, I can dig that. What, what about you, Craig? Who do you got? So for me, I looked at Isaiah Spiller's after I picked mm -hmm. my, like my comp for him. And like, they have like David Montgomery, which isn't bad. TJ Yeldon, some other stuff like that. Those I got him as a big Clyde Edwards Hilaire, like a, like a mm -hmm. King size Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Yep. So like California Clyde they, Edwards Hilaire. They, they both like move really well. Mm -hmm. They, they do everything pretty well, but, they're just not super fast. They have enough wow. burst and they could get it done in the running game. And they could get it done in the passing game. So that's where I went with it. Some people might hate it. I I felt like it was a pretty good fit though. I like it. I like it, you know, and changing up and, and don't be, and that's the thing too. You know, some of these comps can be so difficult. Don't be afraid to get a twist in there. Throw a twist in there. Like, you know, I did it last week with uh, uh, comparing Matt Corral to like maybe a Derek Carr with like a Mitch Trubisky twist to him. You know, but like maybe a, 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 a still, you know, maybe not necessarily the same arm strength level, but like there's some similarities, I think, in terms of what they can do from a passing standpoint. Um, but but for me, like I, I looked at this, you know, I was looking at the NFL because you know, I, I again, I was struggling to think of who is my ultimate comparison. 
And I was like, well, maybe they can give me a reference point, you know, NFL.com. And I was looking at Brees Hall. I, I, well, initially I was thinking Rashad White to Joe Brees. Mixon, which I thought would be pretty decent. But I've done a lot. I've they, done, talked a lot about comparing Joe Mixon, you know. So I was like, I want to go to someone, maybe think of someone different, you know. So I went with Brees Hall and I thought, you know, and the reason why I said White to Mixon is because the versatility, the similar body type, the similar mm -hmm. skill set in general. But with me, Brees Hall, I, I saw Matt Forte as his comparison I'm on, on NFL.com. I like I that, agree too. That. I, I huh? like that. I, mean, I did not agree with you. You guys like, like that? I kind of like it. it. I'm not bad. It. It's not bad. I'm picking up what they're putting down. Yeah, I like it. I, I couldn't get into it. I, I didn't like see it. the physicality. I didn't see the elite level of speed coming out of Tulane or even in the NFL. Like I thought more, more so he was like a – a lesser balanced back, you know? Like, I didn't see, like, Forte I'm speaking on. Uh, Brees Hole is like if Matt Forte were, like, yoked up and, like, 2.0 version of him, you know? Like, that's okay. who I think of uh, of a Brees Hole. Like, I think he's a more athletic version of Matt Forte, you know? Um, and he's not as, as efficient of a receiver as a Matt Forte, in my opinion, too, at the same time. So, and, and this is me as a Bears fan. I don't know. I just, I saw it differently. I went with Ronald Jones. I think the physical Do style not of play. The name, yes. No, that's a good thing. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Go. He okay. loves yeah. Ronald Jones. There you yeah. go. Yeah. I think you're like that's disrespectful. Where you know? I stand. That's oh yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I knew. I, I thought you were like that was disrespectful to compare it to the old. Oh no, Ronald it's just anytime his name is evoked, I am yeah. like contractually obligated to say that. So it's just like I don't know. It's just it's, I it's, it's normally people talking shit, yeah. and then and then Herms has to come in. As a stand of his and a USC fan, I don't blame you one bit. I don't blame you one bit. So I think the physical style of play, the similar type of size, even though there's like an inch. Uh -huh. I think I think like uh, Ronald Jones is like an inch smaller, but like 10 pounds heavier or 10 pounds lighter. It's one or the other, but it's very, very comparable size. It's um, like if, if Brees Hall is like Ronald Jones, if he was a complete player. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. If, if Ronald exactly. Jones could catch passes, well, uh, I yeah. just thought of a really weird one, and I was like, they, they're That's like, there's one. no way they're actually that similar in size, and like, even like that kind of similar in their like early play style, mm -hmm. and it has to do with Snoop Connor again. I was like, because like he's not that big a dude, like he's only like five yeah. ten, but he's yeah. like thick. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm gonna go with Frank Gore. Hmm. Original from Frank Gore, right? Oh, of yeah. course, of course. Yes. And like I'm looking at it, boy, you know, I'm, coming out. He was even thick. then. Yeah. He, what do you mean? He's five nine and two hundred and fifteen pounds. Like, no, no, but like, no, no, no. Like his early days, though. Oh, he, when was, he was original forty nine. He was big a big boy. dude, you know. And like I'm even looking at like their pre draft like combine measurables. I'm like, these are almost identical. Like yeah. this is kind of silly. Like to the point oh, to where I like. Frank Gore ran a four five eight, and Connor ran a yeah. four five nine. Like yeah. down to like little things like that. The only difference I'm really seeing is that Connor did 25 reps on the bench, and mm. uh, Gore only did like 17. Mm. But yeah, I'm still and, looking at yeah. it like actually, because like neither of them were ever that fast. They've always just like they're both just durable yeah. and and like mm -hmm. reliable. Give him the ball, he will run with it. Running backs. I like that comp. No, I, I like it nonetheless. I think, you know, it, seriously, for those of you, by the way, out there watching this, um, tune into some 2006 highlights of Frank Gorman. Yes, he was sir, fire. Please. He was fire. And he was a big dude just trucking mofos like it was nothing. Retired uh, but, as a jet. Yeah, he did. He did retire as a jet. He, that too was a journeyman toward the, towards the end. And I tip my hat to him. He's we, going to the Hall of Fame. We actually say yeah. that, but like he only played for five total teams. 
that's still a, quite a bit of t- I mean, you know, usually you'd when expect you, maybe two or something or you know. I mean, when you play from 2005 to 2020, is five really that many when we're like That's true. He did play I mean, he was, you know, he played Emmett Smith long in terms of his career, you know. So it's it's wild, man. It's wild. Uh, um, now we're just, now we just got to wait for the comp of Frank Gore Jr. to Frank Gore. <laughs> I know, right? I know. Give, right? Get get let, let's come back on the podcast year. when that happens. <laughs> I will absolutely do that <laughs> next like next year whenever he comes out. Next year, my lazy comp will be. <laughs> <laughs> year, lazy comp. It won't be Cook to Cook. Like It'll be Gore Jr. to Gore. No, it's going to be a pair of twins or something like that. You know, they're going to be oh two twins compared to his brother. You know, it's just going to be, it's going to be that easy. They're the uh, exact same height and run almost yeah. exactly the same forty time. <laughs> exactly. Are they related? Do they have almost literal identical genetics? Then absolutely. They, they, pull like a, they pull a parent trap and switch teams or some shit. You know, like it's it's definitely. And at that point, it's it's like quite literally pick your poison because you like yeah. it's just you know what I mean like. Like, oh, what is it? like, uh, like the McCordy's, you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, like, it's like, as far as I'm concerned, basically the same player, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's knows, weird how that yeah. yeah, that's wild, man. It's wild. Well, that'll pretty much do it for us here on this episode of the OTH NFL podcast. I know it was a long one. Uh, we sa- sadly, we always tend to go this long, Every so apologies time. if we took too much of your time up, uh, Herms, but um, nonetheless, we appreciate you being on, man. Yeah, you were an absolute blast to have on. Um, invitations always open for you to come on anytime you'd like. So just, just know that, um, if you're ever willing to, by all means, feel free to come back on. Um, we, we appreciate this time. Um, but before we go, we got to give a shout out to our sponsor, outlastdfs.com head on over use promo code OTH and you get matched up hundred percent of a deposit bonus that goes up to $200 right from the get go. Once again, promo code OTH and you get matched up of a deposit bonus that goes up to $200 folks. It's the real deal. Head on over to outlastdfs.com to get started today. Guys, thank you very much. Take care. Enjoy the rest of your week, and we'll see you next week right here on the OT.